Doctor, thank you very much. I know there are people tuned in globally now. Uh, welcome to our service. This is the beginning of our service today, our Sunday service. And I know that uh, many of you are tuned in globally. We waited a little bit more, gave you more time on the other side of the ocean. And uh, now we are quite sure that most of you have at least woken up and tuned in. But welcome to our Sunday service today. And today is a very, very important uh, sermon here that the Lord is going to deliver before the nations of the earth. And uh, it is going to be very critical at this hour that uh, you follow everything that is going to be said here. And I want to start by, first of all, uh, thanking the Lord for availing this opportunity. We live in such extraordinary times where... Um, it's uh, a privilege to worship the Lord. It's not a right anymore. And that's why I want to appreciate the Lord for availing this opportunity for me to come to you in your houses, wherever you are. And I'm very much aware also that um, all over the nation of Kenya, uh, people are in their houses. But... Uh, we are still able to fellowship. We are still able to have our Sunday service. And today's message is going to be very critical because I'm going to be talking about the current beginning of birth pains. The one that you see um, consuming the entire earth at this hour. The beginnings of birth pain. And uh, it's going to be a very important conversation because I'm going to touch today on the prophecy of the coronavirus, what you see now tormenting the earth and shaking this planet. So this is going to be a very important day and I know we have a Swahili translator. I want us to begin and see how I'm going to interface with him. If it won't be possible, I'll put him aside and move on. Because I have a very long sermon that will end probably about 8 p.m. So welcome to our Sunday service, blessed people. And uh, in this service, I am privileged to come to you. Because we live in such tremendous times. Uh, these are very special times are we supposed to be lighting these bulbs so we can get better quality can somebody answer me I'm live on air globally yeah because these bulbs are supposed to be lit for better quality of those who are abroad Michael can you light this camera And so as we wait for the lights to come on, so that we can transmit the right quality globally, you see now. Because there are people everywhere. There is this particular one is not yet on. So that we can reach the entire world. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
that today's sermon is going to be a very extended sermon. Mahubiri ya leo inaenda kuwa mahubiri ambayo yameendelea sana na marefu. And uh, I'm coming to you right here from our head offices in Nairobi. Na nakuja kwenu kutoka papa hapa katika makao makuu hapa Nairobi. And uh, like I said it's now a privilege to even worship the Lord at this time. Na kama nilivyosema kwamba hata sasa hivi ni tunukukumwabudu Bwana sasa hivi. It's not a right anymore as you've seen. Sio haki tena kama vile ambavyo umeweza kuona. And that's why we are indeed very privileged to come to you. Na ndio sababu kwa kweli tumetunukiwa tena mno kuja kwenu. I think if it's difficult leave it. This was a suffice. They're providing sufficient light. I'm sorry that I'm involved in that. And so um I want to talk today about a very very important moment that the earth has entered into. Ninataka kuzungumzia leo hii kuhusiana na wakati wa muhimu zaidi ambao kanisa limeingia kwao sasa hivi. The earth has now entered a very very tremendous moment, a very powerful moment. Dunia sasa hivi imeingia wakati ambao ni nyeti zaidi, wakati ambao ni mkuu zaidi. Uh, and at uh, this time na katika wakati huu There are certain very important things conversations and instruction that ought to come to you. Kuna baadhi ya mazungumzo na maagizo ya muhimu sana ambayo yanapaswa kuja kwenu. Because all of you can tell that the earth has now entered a very very uh, a, a very extraordinary moment. Kwa sababu nyote mnaweza mkasema kwamba dunia imeingia katika wakati usio wa kawaida coming out of the prophecy that i gave ikitokana na ambao niliutoa december 1 december tarehe moja the year 2015 mwaka wa 2015 slightly more than 4 years ago yapata zaidi ya miaka 4 iliyopita and that prophecy has been lying in the web na huo unabii umekuwa kwenye mtandao i gave it live globally niliupeana moja kwa moja hewani kote kote ulimwenguni on jesus is lord radio katika masafa ya redio ya yesu ni bwana and then it was posted alafu kisha ukawekwa posted into the web the global web ukawekwa katika mtandao wa kidunia yote as a youtube katika youtube and it has been lying there for four years na umekuwa pale tu katika miaka 4 i don't know how many people visited it during the four years span sijui ni watu wangapi waliweza kutazama katika huo muda wa miaka 4 but what has come out very clearly lakini kile ambacho kimejitokeza wazi wazi kabisa is that when the fullness of time arrived ni kwamba wakati utimilifu wa wakati unawadia that prophecy has now shaken the entire earth huo unabii umetingiza ulimwengu wote and drawn the earth na kuvuta ulimwengu onto the verge of eternity katika ukingo wa umilele and that is the conversation we are going to be having here today na hayo ndio mazungumzo ambayo tunaenda kuwa nayo hapa hivi leo i just want to take uh, to, to to be speaking for five minutes to take this moment so that we get feedback from those who are video streaming and those who are radio streaming streaming so that we are sure that as i pick up the signal is right everywhere those who are receiving if they can call us back through our studios or somewhere whichever number you chose which is the number joen chose and uh, randy chose for them to feed you back before we, we take off which number did you give them have they called already to confirm the stream before i take off otherwise i have to start it again or wait until we get it right because of the gravity of this message here 
and the radio station also needs to give feed. I think the manager of the radio is somewhere here. Michael, can you just continue recording so we continue? I think the manager of programming is here. And so we need to begin now uh, to discuss this very important happening on, upon the face of the earth. Hivyo basi tunahitaji kwanza sasa kuzungumzia utendaji mkubwa kabisa katika ulimwengu sasa hivi. And all of you can see that there's a very dreadful moment that has finally gripped the earth. Na nyote mnaweza kuona kwamba kuna wakati wa kuofisha kabisa katika ulimwengu ambao umeukumba ulimwengu. And so we are going to have that conversation. It's a very long sermon here. Na hivyo basi tunaenda kuwa na mazungumzo hayo. Ni mahubiri marefu hapa. And I'm going to bring you straight today into the throne room of God Almighty in heaven. Na leo hii nitaenda kuwaleta moja kwa moja katika katika enzi ya Mungu mbinguni. Uh, the place of power mahali pa uweza where everything is happening from mahali ambapo kila kitu kinatendeka kutokea where the lord took me mahali ambapo bwana alinipeleka and has taken me na amenipeleka again and again are we okay now tena na tena yeah, is the, the graphic is okay can you ask joan whether there is a vibration going on the reflection of the door What does it do? 2015. Maka wa 2015. The prophecy at which the Lord spoke about the coronavirus that you see now is global has grabbed the earth. Unabii ambao linena kuhusiana na virusi vya corona ambavyo vimeishia dunia sasa hivi and has grabbed the earth. Na vimenyakua dunia and has thrown life disorganized disarmed life na imeweza kuharibu mtindo wa maisha and uh, caused the whole globe to question this whole issue about life on the earth here na kusababisha ulimwengu wote kuuliza maswali kuhusiana na maisha ya hapa duniani thank you senior bishop from south korea for giving us the feedback that everything is well so we're not changing anything asante sana askofu mkuu adapa kutoka korea kusini kwa kutupatia kwa kutupatia kutukwa kutuambia kwamba tunaendelea vizuri sasa and so um again like i said tena kama nilivyosema i'm going to talk and give them direction at such a time as this na ukawapatie mwelekeo wa wakati kama huu sana na ujumbe huu that when this prophecy is fulfilled kuhusiana na unabii huu kwamba wakati unabii huu unatimilizwa it would deliver that specific message to this generation itatoa huo ujumbe haswa katika kizazi hiki that the messiah is coming kwamba masihi yuaja and that they need to prepare na kwamba wanahitaji kujiandaa for the glorious coming of the messiah kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa utukufu kwa messiah that message that you transmitted to me in your throne room my father ule ujumbe ambao uliniwasilisha katika enzi yako baba yangu katika wakati wa unabii huu may you now percolate it and infiltrate it into the hearts of this generation hebu sasa nyeze na kuingisha katika mioyo ya kizazi hiki kwamba wapate kuelewa kwamba wakati umekwisha na wapate kujua ni nani ambaye anazungumza na wao na wapate kuiandaa njia njia takatifu iliyopakwa mafuta kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa utukufu wa Mesia katika jina kuu la Yesu amen 
So, uh, blessed people, I know right now the earth is going through a moment of perplexity. And as we speak, there is a literal shutdown. The earth has shut down. And so, every nation of the scroll of God and that now it is the breaking of those seals that are beginning to roll out events on the earth. But why would the Lord do so before we go into the thick, and the thick of it? Listen to me, blessed people. I want you to understand that even when the Lord now fulfills the prophecy of this disease, I said big disease, a big disease coming from Asia. And I said then big disease distress, a big disease emergency. Even when the Lord rolls out that prophecy December 1, the year 2015, and it's lying there in the internet. But little did anyone know that there is it's potent, it's potent. That prophecy is potent. And so, when the prophecy was lying there, I don't know how many people even bothered to ever visit it and check with it and hear what it says. But anyway, all that, like I said, is founded on the scroll of God Almighty in heaven. And it's coming to you at such a tremendous time when the cloud of God has come to me. I have called God the Father. And He came on December 22nd. The year 2019. But even previously, He has done that. We know the historic meeting in Kericho. When I arrived and I said, the glory of God is going to come here. The cloud of God is going to come here. I don't know whether it's Kericho TTC, but there's some ground there. And so, and that was a shocking one because within hours then, God the Father came down in his cloud. And you saw even as I was walking on the altar, he was bringing the cloud. He, want, he wanted to touch my head with his cloud. In Kapkatet, the reason the senior Archbishop John Litunda joined and is now here, is because at that time he was a district commissioner in Bureti. And he was in that meeting. And he saw how the cloud of God descended. 
akaona jinsi ambavyo wingu la Mungu lilivyoshuka and it rained there around the stadium na ikanyesha pale tukuzunguka kuzunguka tu katika uwanja kule kapkatet and also you saw december 31st the year 2012 in kisumu na pia mlienda december 31 mwaka 2012 kisumu so all this conversation is happening within a very powerful backdrop when there is a major visitation of God in the church. Kwa hivyo mambo haya yanatendeka wakati wa umuhimu zaidi wakati ambapo kuna mtembeleo mkubwa kabisa katika uso wa dunia wa, wa kanisa. And so at this time on the earth there is a mega visitation mega God the Father himself has come. Wakati kama hukuna mtembeleo mkubwa mkubwa zaidi wa Mungu katika dunia wakati Mungu Baba mwenyewe ndiye ametembea. And so where God the Father himself has visited the church. Mahali ambapo Mungu Baba mwenyewe amelitembelea kanisa. And so this is the environment in which now I am addressing the happenings on the earth at this hour. Basi haya ndio mandhari ambayo ninawasilisha yale yanayotendeka katika dunia sasa hivi. But let me answer for you the question as to why the Lord would roll out the events of the breaking of the seals of the scroll of God at this hour. Lakini hebu nijibu hilo swali kwamba ni kwa nini Bwana Mungu Mwenyezi anazindua kule kufungu, ku, ku, kule kuachiliwa kwa zile lakiri wakati huu. So the opening of those seals happening at this hour. Kufunguliwa kwa hizo lakiri ambako kuna tendeka sasa hivi. And so this is the reason. Kwa hivyo hiyo hii ndio sababu. Remember blessed people. Kumbuka watu wabarikiwa. That when these prophecies like the prophecy of the coronavirus begin to unfold in the fullness of time and my words are fulfilled and the whole earth is shaken. Kwa wakati ambapo unabii huu wa virusi vya corona unaanza kufunua na maneno yangu yakinywa yanaanza kutimia. Now It's very important to 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 grasp to grab the message. Ni muhimu sana kuweza kushika ujumbe. Because it's very easy to be caught up in the terror and the fear of death which is now pervading and infiltrating the hearts of men. Kwa sababu ni rahisi sana kushikwa katika hiyo hofu na hofu ya kifo ambayo sasa hivi inawapenyeza na kuingia wanadamu. I think you're in too much sun. Can you move to the carpet those of you in the sun? The sun is quite a bit for you. But but anyhow we are here now. And so what I'm saying is the following. Kile ninachosema ni mambo yafuatayo. I'm saying. Ninasema that God has a prophetic timeline. Kwamba Mungu ako na nyakati za kiunabii. That he is pursuing. Ambazo anaziendeleza. And the clock is constantly ticking on that timeline. Nazo akrabu za saa zinaendelea kugonga gonga katika hizo nyakati za kiunabii. And it's very important that we understand. Na ni muhimu sana kwamba tupate kuelewa that everything is about the coming of the Messiah. Kwamba kila kitu ni kuhusiana na kukuja kwa Messiah. Even the coronavirus once I get there to the fourth seal. Hata virusi vya corona nitakapofika pale katika muri wa saba wa wanne. Once I get the fourth seal you'll be able to understand. Nitakapofikia laki you'll be able to understand that it's all about the announcement on the coming of the messiah and that's why i'm saying god in heaven is rolling a prophetic timeline he's rolling it he's sticking it out and you can call it the zero countdown 
Musa towards the glorious coming of the Messiah. But I want to give you a, a global, a universal outlook, a big, uh, the outer picture, panoramic picture of it. Before then we now narrow down the detail. Now look at this. In God's prophetic timeline, you can tell that the breaking of the seals of the scroll of God inside heaven where I have been when the Lord every time he broke the, the lamp broke the seal the Lord brought me into the throne room of God inside heaven and it's very tremendous as last time you saw it's not a small thing to be inside the throne of God there's so much I've been keeping away like last time you saw last week so many have been keeping all that in confidence for the Lord but then I'm saying that when the Lamb begins to break the seals of the scroll of God inside heaven and the Lord brings me there both to witness and also to have a conversation with the, 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 the living creatures inside the throne of God as you are going to see today those are serious consequential events events that have serious consequence of the earth as you have now seen with the coronavirus and the locust but anyhow what is happening is this is that in the global picture the bigger picture before we get into the detail when the lamb begins to break the seals of the scroll each one of the first four seals identifies a specific horseman Thank you very much because we said I will not work in Swahili today, right? Wale wanne wa kwanza. You know me, me you know so so each one of those first four seals kila moja wapo ya zile la nne za kwanza they specify a specific horseman as we are going to see. Zinaelezea mpanda farasi haswa kama vile tutakavyoenda kuona. And they go on up to the fourth horseman. Na zinaendelea hadi mpanda farasi wanne. I have been involved at the throne of God. Nimehusika katika enzi ya Mungu. And then the, the breaking of the other seals also will take place. The fifth seal, the sixth seal, and the seventh seal. But the reason all that is put together is for one purpose. Because one time, the Lord God Yahweh, my friend, 
The tremendous God of Israel, the most terrible God of Israel. One time he did promise Abraham. He gave Abraham a promise. At one time. And he told Abraham that he would give him a seed that he was going to bless him the promise of Abraham the blessing of Abraham the covenant with Abraham the promises of God towards Abraham that he would give him a seed and that that seed after he gives him that seed he would also give him a land I'm talking about a real estate, a real land, real, estate, real physical location. And the third promise that he gave Abraham is that he would then bless a, 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 a mega nation, a great nation would come out of Abraham. He would give him a seed, the seed of Abraham. Before we begin on the scrolls. A seed of Abraham. And then he said, he would give him a real estate, a land, a location on the earth here. And then, out of him, you would also raise, you would also raise for the great nation called Israel. And after that, then he would bless Israel. Such that whosoever blesses Israel would be blessed of Jehovah. My friend. And whoever curses Israel or fights Israel would be cursed by the Lord or fought by the Lord. Crushed. And so this is the framework. This is the basis of this entire conversation and happening you see happening on the earth today. Because he promised Abraham that at one point then he would come and redeem Israel. And so now the events you see even the coronavirus that's involved uh, shaking the earth as you see now. It is all about the redemption of Israel. In other words, the Lord is saying that the hour for the national revival of Israel has drawn nearer. And for you, the Gentile Church, there's a very clear message you pick from there. And the message you pick from there is that actually the Messiah is coming. If the time for the redemption of Israel has drawn nigh, if the events that begin to mark out God's, God's plan, God's rollout, for going to redeem Israel have begun to take place. 
then we need to prepare in earnest as the church. Basi tunahitaji kujiandaa katika udharula kama kanisa. That you need to re-examine your Christian life. Kwamba unahitaji kuchunguza upya maisha yako ya Kikristo. That you need to be able to purify to renovate your Christianity. Kwamba unahitaji kutakasa maisha yako ya Kikristo. To rehabilitate your lifestyle so that now you become more tightly knit with God's requirements. Utengeza upya maisha yako ya Kikristo ukambatane na matakwa ya Mungu. So there is a very important message for the Gentile church. Kwa hivyo kuna ujumbe ambao ni muhimu sana katika kanisa la mataifa. Because the events that you see like the coronavirus that ha- is is threatening to really bring down the earth and you don't know what the Lord has told me it's going to be quite a tremendous situation on the earth. Kwa sababu matukio kama vile kor- uh, virusi vya corona ambayo inafagilia ulimwengu yote na mjui kile ambacho Bwana ameshanionyesha inaenda kuwa mbaya zaidi katika ulimwengu. What is happening is this? Kile kinachotendeka ndicho hiki. If those events are already rolling out in the beginning of birth pain. Ikiwa matukio hayo yameanza kutendeka katika mwanzo wa utungu. And yet you and I are very aware that those events belong to the tribulation and the great tribulation. Na ile hali mimi na wewe tunaelewa kwamba matukio hayo ni ya wakati wa dhiki na dhiki kuu. Then now you can fill in the boxes. Basi sasa unaweza ukajijazia. You can fill in the blanks. Unaweza ukajijazia mwenyewe. The message is very clear. Ujumbe uko wazi kabisa. Because we know that the Gentile church was not meant to pass through the wrath of God. Kwa sababu tunajua kwamba kanisa la mataifa alikupaswa kupitia ile ghadhabu ya Mungu. And that means before we get into the thick of it. Na hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kabla tuingie katika vilindi vyake of these events like the coronavirus and the plagues that the Lord has loaded this who is speaking with you with na matukio kama vile gonjwa la corona na mapigo ambayo bwana amewekeza huyu ambaye anazungumza nanyi we know that those events roll out in the tribulation and in the great tribulation tunajua kwamba matukio hayo yanazinduka na kutendeka wakati wa thiki na thiki kuu and since the church is not meant for was not built was not born was not uh, ba- inaugurated was not birthed out to pass through the wrath of god na kwa sababu kanisa halikuzaliwa halikuumbwa halikutengezwa kupitia huo utungu then you can tell that very soon the church is about to be taken away kwa hivyo unaweza ukakisia na kusema kwamba hivi karibuni kanisa litachukuliwa in the rapture of the church katika unyakuzi wa kanisa if this beginning of bad pains of the coronavirus Iki, and the locusts mwanzo huu wa utungu wa virusi vya corona na nzige can be this terrible unaweza kuwa wakutisha na unbearable na ambao hauwezi ukasitiriwa then how much more severe will it be within now the bad pains proper na je sasa itakuwa mbaya kiasi gani wakati sasa ule utungu mwenyewe utakapoingia and because the church is not going to pass through the bad pain na kwa sababu kanisa alitapitia ule utungu wa kuzaa then you can tell very clearly that very soon the rapture will take place na hivyo basi unaweza ukakisia na kusema kwamba hivi karibuni unyakuzi uko karibu kutendeka looking for a message within the coronavirus unatafuta ujumbe katikati ya virusi vya corona that is the message the lord is transmitting through this plague huo ndio ujumbe ambao bwana ana peperusha kupitia 
pigo hili. I know that the coronavirus together with the plague of locust the Lord is using that, that to identify me to you the nations to the world. Ninajua kwamba pigo la virusi vya corona na pia pigo la nzige wana anaitumia kunitambulisha mie kwa nyinyi ulimwengu. But other than identifying these two prophets to you. Lakini kando na kuwatambulisha hawa nabii wawili kwenu. Most importantly is how does that translate to you? What is the transmission to you? What is the message to you? Ile iliyo ya muhimu ndio hii kwamba ujumbe ni upi kwenu ninyi. Hiyo inawasilisha nini kwenu? So the message is very clear. Kwa hivyo ujumbe uko wazi kabisa. The Lord is saying Bana anasema repent and prepare the way for the coming of the Messiah be holy and righteous turn away from sexual sin believe, believe the gospel and receive the gospel freely genuinely kwa ukarimu kwa moyo mweupe and be born again with all your heart na mkazaliwe mkaokoke na mioyo yenu yote that you may be baptized by the holy spirit kwamba mkapatizwe na ye roho mtakatifu and that be, you, you may now live a life that is prepared all the time in readiness kwamba mkaishi maisha ambayo ya kujiandaa kila wakati uko tayari in readiness for departure katika utayari wa kuondoka because kwa sababu the signs of the next dispensation are already here ishara za majira yajayo tayari zi hapa but this is what the lord is saying lakini hiki ndicho ambacho bwana anachosema before we begin kabla tuanze in this global outlook katika mtazamo huu wa kidunia anasema that within his plan ya kwamba kati katika ule mpango wake Israel is sitting at the center of this hour where we are talking Israeli imeketia katika shina la kati ya saa hii ambayo tunaizungumzia sasa hivi because he's begun to roll out the events that define the redemption of Israel that Jehovah is coming to redeem Israel kwa sababu ameanza kuzindua matukio yanayoashiria ukombozi wa Israeli because you know very well kwa sababu mwajua vyema that God in that promise he gave Abraham if you ever get time to read Genesis chapter 12 1 to 3 Mungu katika ile ahadi ambayo alimpatia Abrahamu katika kitabu cha mwanzo in that plan God is now coming back katika huo mpango Mungu sasa anarudi because he wants to fulfill it completely kwa sababu anataka kuitimiliza kikamilifu because he wants to come kwa sababu anataka kuja and is coming to purge off the earth to clean up the earth na anakuja kusafisha dunia with a tremendous judgment of god that is defined by those seals as we are going to see today na hukumu ya ajabu ya Mungu ambayo imeelezewa na zile la kiri ambazo tunaenda kuziona leo hii those seals essentially define the tremendous judgments of god that run all the way hizo lakini zinaashiria hukumu ya Mungu ambayo inaenda kote kote. Let me put it for you this way. Hebu nikaiweke kwenu namna hii. Focus on me. Uh, so let me put it for you this way. Hebu nikaiweke kwenu namna hii. When you look at the book of Revelation, mnapotazama kitabu cha ufunuo, inside that revelation if you go to Spanish they say Apocalypse. Ndani ya huo ufunuo katika Spanish wanasema Apocalypse. Apocalypse 1:2-3. Kapitulo 1, kapitulo 2, kapitulo 3. I know that you did. The, the chapters 1 to 3 of the of Revelation. Ufunuo katika zile sura za ufunuo moja mbili na tatu. Revelation chapters 1. So, so if you look at the book of Revelation, ukitazama kitabu cha ufunuo 1 2 3 chapters. Aya ya kwanza ya pili na ya tatu. Those first chapters 
hizo sura za kwanza there is a conversation going on kuna mazungumzo yanayoendelea pale the lord is having a conversation with the church bana ako na mazungumzo na kanisa and there is so much on emphasis on preparedness na kuna kusisitizwa kwingi kuhusu kujiandaa But once you finish the moment you finish chapter 3 you just come to the end of chapter 3 Lakini mara tu unapomaliza ile sura ya tatu then all of a sudden and abruptly alafu ghafla binvu heaven is open bingu imefunguka and the voice says come up here na sauti inasema njoo hapa juu and you find now that John na unapata sasa kwamba Yohana John the apostle who is a member of the church Yohana mtume ambaye ni mshirika wa kanisa he is inside the church John the apostle he is the church John the apostle Yohana mtume yuko ndani ya kanisa immediately you begin Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Mara tu unapoanza ufunuo yaona mlango wa 4 mstari wa kwanza. Then he finds himself suddenly inside heaven. Alafu anajipata mwenyewe ghafla binvuni ndani mwa mbinguni. Unannounced. Bila kutangazwa. Abruptly. Ghafla binvuni. Unexpectedly. Bila kutarajiwa. After chapter 3 is over the book of Revelation chapter 3 is over. Baada ya sura ya tatu kukwisha kitabu cha ufunuo. Then all of a sudden unannounced. Alafu ghafla binvuni bila kutangazwa. Unexpectedly. Bila kutarajiwa. The voice says come heaven opens the voice says come up here I show you what is happening in the future. Mbingu inafunguka ghafla binvuni alafu njoo hapa juu nikuonyeshe kile ambacho karibu kinatendeka hapo baadaye. And when you read as we are going to see shortly when you read chapter 4 na unaposoma hiyo sura ya 4 then now you find that the focus has shifted sasa unapata kwamba lengo limebadilika first of all kwanza kabisa the venue has changed mahali penyewe pamebadilika the venue was the earth mahali palikuwa duniani in the chapters 1 2 and 3 katika sura ya kwanza ya pili na ya tatu where he was where the church was being spoken to mahali alipokuwa mahali ambapo kanisa lilikuwa linanenewa kutokea and the moment verse one of chapter four hits na mara tu ule mstari wa kwanza wa sura ya 4 unapogonga. Now as you read you find that the folk, the, suddenly now the church is now, the venue has changed the church is now inside heaven. Sasa ghafla bin uh, ghafla binfu unapata kwamba mahali pamebadilika kanisa liko ndani mwa mbinguni. So John who is a member of the church is now inside heaven. Sasa Yohana ambaye ni mshirika wa kanisa yuko ndani mwa mbinguni. And when he is inside heaven na akiwa ndani mwa mbinguni Then now from that place sasa kutokea mahali pale Did I say that people move to the shed or you are okay there Okay the, please I, I have a message there's a global audience here So so listen to this now Sikiliza hii sasa So what I'm saying I, I think there's one or two people here that need to move we, we don't have people there's so much room there's nobody here today So anyhow what I'm saying Kile ambacho ninachosema From chapter 4 now the venue has changed location has changed Kuanzia mlango wa 4 sasa mahali pamebadilika sehemu imebadilika and the focus has shifted na lengo limebadilika all of a sudden ghafla binvu now they are focused on the throne of god sasa wamelenga katika enzi ya Mungu focused on the events at the throne of god kulenga katika matukio katika enzi ya Mungu And then when you read on alafu unapoendelea kusoma you find now unapata sasa that there is a roll out 
kwamba kuna kuzinduliwa After verse chapter 4 you go to chapter 5 there is a scroll that is introduced Baada ya sura ya 4 unakwenda katika sura ya 5 kuna gombo ambalo linatangulisha And chapter 6 the breaking of those seals we are going to look at that Na mlango wa sita kule kuvunjwa kwa zile lakini tutakwenda kuangalia sasa hivi So this tells you Kwa hivyo hii inakwambia that anyhow ya kwamba hata hivyo by the time you begin to deal with the breaking of the seals and getting into the peak of the great tribulation the tribulation and the great tribulation kwa wakati ambapo unaingia katika kuvunja kwa zile lakini na kuingia katika dhiki na dhiki kuu the church will not be here kanisa halitakuepo hapa venue has changed mahali pamebadilika and she'll be for the throne na yuko mbele ya enzi i know that i've seen that and i'm going to give you that prophecy of july 29th 2009 on my way to venezuela najua kwamba nimekwisha unaiona nitakwenda kuona wa unabii wa july 29 mwaka wa 2009 katika and so blessed people na hivyo basi watu wabarikiwa you see that as you roll on to chapter 5 chapter 6 unapoendelea katika sura ya tano na sura ya sita. Let me say it plainly to you here before we start. Hebu niseme tu waziwazi hapa kabla tuanze. That Revelation chapter 4 all the way to 18. Kwamba ufunuo mlango wa 4 kote kote hadi 18. They define a very tremendous time on the earth. Inaelezea wakati ambao ni waajabu sana ulimwenguni. Because then the seals are also broken in there chapter 6 all the way pia lakini zinavunjwa pale kuanzia mlango wa sita tremendous judgment befalls the earth na hukumu ya ajabu inaigonga dunia and the lord comes to fight na ye bwana anakuja kupigana but as he comes to fight he has one mission the redemption of israel Lak- that is that is what is the mission lakini anapokuja kupigana ako na huduma moja ukombozi wa israeli hiyo ndio huduma kuu and that's why he goes on all the way up to uh, chapter chapter 18 na ndio sababu anaenda kote kote hadi mlango wa 18 and so it's about the following na hivyo basi inahusiana na yapatayo it's about the redemption of israel inahusiana na ukombozi wa israeli in other words the time for the gentile church is winding out kwa maneno mengine wakati wa kanisa la watu wa mataifa unayoyoma so the events that are supposed to roll out towards the redemption of israel have begun the coronavirus is here the whole earth is gripped kwa sababu matukio yanayoazinduliwa kuelekea kwa ukombozi wa Israeli yako hapa virusi vya corona tayari vimeinasa ulimwengu wote and those are events that take place in the tribulation and the great tribulation na hayoni matukio yanayotendeka katika dhiki na dhiki kuu as we are going to see very shortly kama vile tunavyoenda kuona kwa muda mfupi ujao but in this preamble this introduction lakini katika utangulizi huu i'm simply saying that when now you see revelation chapters for all the way to chapter 18 kimsingi nasema tu kwamba kuanzia ufunuo mlango wa 4 hadi mlango wa 18 you see the seven seals the seven trumpets unaona zile lakiri saba na tarumbeta saba as we are going to see today kama vile tunaenda kuona leo hii the seven thunders zile radi saba and then you are going to see the seven bowls alafu unaenda kuona bakuli saba and so those are tremendous judgments of god that are escalating and their cascade increases exponentially na basi hizo ni hukumu za Mungu ambazo zinaendelea zikiongezeka na kuongezeka. And the purpose is one. Na kusudi ni moja. For the redemption of Israel. Kwa 
so that now there will be the national revival of Israel so that now when Israel recognized the Messiah and received the Messiah and stop believing the Antichrist who will come into the scene very shortly but after that you know there is the millennium that comes the Messiah comes back and rules for a thousand years from Jerusalem the millennium of peace when the devil has been bound and thrown into a bottomless pit but then there is also now after that, there is the establishing of the kingdom of God, the glorious kingdom of God. When again the earth, as you know, it will be destroyed, and then a new earth formed, a new heaven formed created. And then when a new earth is created, a new heaven created, now another real estate will show up, will be brought. Another, another location, land, another property. The Lord will then lower all the way from heaven the glorious city of New Jerusalem. So what am I trying to say here? All I'm saying is this. That when you see this coronavirus, the plague, the pandemic that has now gripped the earth with the terror of death. With the terror of death. And so, that should tell you that the, the Lord is simply giving the beginnings of our pain to alert you, to signal to you to tell you, be careful now the tribulation and the great tribulation are about to roll out. And when they roll out, this coronavirus you see, they will happen in there at a greater scale. I know because I'm involved. I know. By this coronavirus, now you know that I am involved in the bigger ones in there. But the tremendous thing about it is that the Lord is speaking to the church, the Gentile church. He's saying, my time for the redemption of Israel has arrived. And I'm going to roll out the events that culminate, culminate into the redemption of Israel. But it is duo, it's duo. The objective is duo. Why you see the events like coronavirus begin to roll out and become bigger after the rapture? 
ni kwa nini mnaona kwamba huyu zinduzi wa virusi vya corona imeanza kutokea na inakuwa kubwa zaidi baada ya unyakuzi I've essentially said that there are two objectives why this is not the, the prophetic timeline is now being rolled out Nimesema kimsingi kwamba kuna malengo mawili ni kwa nini wakati huo kiunabii unaanza kuzinduliwa Because kwa sababu I said Nikasema number one the national redemption national revival of israel nambari moja ukombozi wa israeli uvuvio wa kitaifa wa israeli and they know very well they are aware na wanajua vyema kabisa wanajua they are following very well wanafuatilia vyema kabisa so the national redemption the restoration of israel that they may see hamasia nagid they may, that they may see the christ kwamba ule ukombozi wa kitaifa wa israeli kwamba wapate kumuona mesia wapate kumuona kristo and so that they may now believe and their, their, their restoration may come ili kwamba sasa wapate kuamini na ukombozi wao upate kuja the promises given abraham ahadi zilizopeanwa kwa abraham that a great nation kwamba taifa kubwa that at one point again israel will lead all the nations of the earth in worshiping jehovah again kwamba kwa wakati mmoja israeli wataongoza ulimwengu wote ili kumwabudu kristo tena we are going to read from scripture do you see that the lord you will hear the lord saying that even from isaiah the book of isaiah if we read later verse 44 and so forth you will hear him saying no i will not abandon you tutaenda kusoma kwamba Israeli sitawaacha sitawamwacha Yakobo even the scripture the lord wrote me when he called me hata andi, when he wrote on the wall hata andiko ambalo bwana aliniandikia aliponiita alipoandika kwenye ukuta Isaiah 43 verse 11 and verse 1 Isaiah 43 mstari wa 11 and verse 1 na mstari wa kwanza and then he say in that scripture you see that verse 11 alafu anasema katika ilo andiko mstari wake wa 11 is introducing himself anajitangulisha yeye mwenyewe verse 1 mstari wa kwanza is actually what was mine ndio aswa iliyokuwa yangu because verse 11 says i even i am the lord and apart from me there is no savior kwa sababu mstari wa 11 anasema mimi hata mimi ndiye mwokozi kando na mimi hakuna mwokozi but verse 1 says lakini mstari wa kwanza unasema Now listen Jacob Sasa sikiliza Yakobo He who created you O Jacob Yeye aliyekuumba wewe Yakobo He who formed you O Israel Yeye aliyekuumba ewe Israeli Fear not Usiogope For I have summoned you have called you by name Kwa sababu nimekuita kwa jina You are mine wewe uwangu That is the scripture the Lord used to call me in this way. Hilo ndilo andiko ambalo Bwana alilitumia kuniita katika njia hiyo. And, and so you see there in that way you can see there it was amazing he was calling me Israel. Unaweza kuniakushangaza kwamba mle ndani alikuwa akiniita Israeli. Again the mission is very clear. Hata hivyo huduma iko wazi kabisa. Anasema Israel kwamba Israeli The redemption of Israel is at the center of the mission of the Lord. Ukombozi wa Israeli uko katika shina la kati katika huduma ya Mungu. Because the church as we know it. Kwa sababu kanisa kama vile tunavyolijua. The Gentile church. Kanisa la watu wa mataifa. Was just a wild olive. Ilikuwa ni ile zaituni mwitu. 
and it was grafted eventually into the olive tree of God. Even you, you want to make sure that the promises that God gave Abraham be realized. Because when the Gentile church, the wild olive was grafted onto the olive tree of God, the, 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 the cultivated olive tree, olive tree of God, the root the root is the Abrahamic covenant the root is Abrahamic that's why the church the gentle church enjoys she also saps she takes the sap she nourishes from it she is fed from it and so the nutrients that come from down the roots they, they, they nourish the gentle church and very soon we are going to have the, the leaf, the branch that fell off, the branch that is Israel that fell off is going to be regrafted back very soon. That's what the Lord is saying in this coronavirus plague. The branch that is Israel, Jacob, is going to be grafted back. If the wild olive can easily be grafted in and grow and fit and take sap from the Abrahamic roots and covenant of Melchizedek with that cup and bread, feeding Abraham, creating that covenant, now feeding even the Gentile church, how much more easier then Will it be for Israel itself to go back to his tree? Ikiwa lile wale wale walio wa mzeituni ambao ni kanisa la mataifa linaweza kukunywa katika lile mzizi ya Abrahamu na agano ya Abrahamu kwa mfano wa Melkizedeki na kunywa katika kile kikombe na ule mkate na linaweza kunawiri. Je, ni zaidi kiasi gani lile tawi lenyewe la la la, 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 la Israeli linaweza kupandikizwa tena na kukua? And so eventually, the entire house of God is going to be put together. That's the, the entire revival. And so, what the Lord is saying is this. That when you see the plague of the coronavirus, and the plague of locusts, He's saying the message that is coming through, is that now, he is going to focus very soon, he is going to begin the process of the restoration of Israel. And at the same time, he is also going to now bring about, that's why he says duo, bring about now the installation of the glorious kingdom of God. That, that is what the mission is all about. And for the church, the gentle church, the message is very clear. That the rapture is about to take place. At the junction of the other dispensation. Because the Bible says, For the man of law, the son of perdition 
yule mwana ambaye hawezi kuzingatia sheria yule mwana wa uharibifu ambayo mesia atamwangamiza na pumzi ya ulimi wake he will not be revealed hatafunuliwa until he that holds him back hadi yeye ambaye anayemzuilia is taken out of the way ameondolewa and that's why na hiyo ndio sababu it serves me with a great honor today to come to you in your homes all over the world inanipatia heshima kubwa kuja kwenu katika mabomani mwenu kote kote ulimwenguni because the events that lead was the withdrawal of the holy spirit withdrawal of the church kwa sababu matukio yanayoelekea na kuongoza katika kuondolewa kwa roho mtakatifu kuondolewa kwa kanisa their prophecy have already given unabii wao tayari nimekwishapeana the glorious tales that i prophesied on january 15 2017 zile ngazi za utukufu ambazo nilitoa unabii wazo katika Januari 15 mwaka 2017 I mean that somebody may step forward and talk and call the stairs of heaven of everlasting life and then God lowers them that is the wonder namaanisha kwamba mtu ajitokeze na kuitisha zile ngazi za umilele alafu hizo ngazi zitokee hiyo ni maajabu and then local people the, the people of the earth record them on their cameras and share globally alafu watu wa ulimwengu warekodi katika simu zao za rununu na kushiriki kote kote ulimwenguni in other words calling down everlasting life the stairs of everlasting life heaven to come down kwa maneno mengine kuitisha chini uzima wa milele mbingu kushuka chini but you see very clearly lakini waona wazi kabisa that then those are the stairs i saw the church climbing on walking on as she was entering into this tremendous cloud that visited me december 22nd 2019 kwamba hizo ndizo ngazi ambazo zinaelekeza katika mtembeleo huu mkubwa wa wingu ambalo lilikuja Disemba 22 ngazi ambazo niliona kanisa ambalo limechukuliwa likitembea likizipanda hivi zikiingia katika lile wingu kubwa sana ambalo lilikuja Disemba 22 wakati watakuwa wakiingia mbinguni So, the, so so we we had a conversation so 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 that is very important ni muhimu kabisa it's going to be very critical that the church within this dread of coronavirus and global shutdown inaenda kuwa muhimu sana katika wakati huu wapigo hili la coronavirus na virusi vya corona and the global shutdown na kule kufungwa kwa ulimwengu wote it's going to be important that the church will maintain her head above the water ina inaenda kuwa ya muhimu zaidi kwa makanisa likatokeze kichwa chao ndani ya maji you cannot dip in with everybody else you, you are born again you've been purchased as a price hawezi ukazama na kila mtu mwingine yote nyinyi mmeokoka mmenunuliwa kwa gharama for you therefore you need to seek the instruction the message from that prophecy kwako wewe unahitaji kutafuta maagizo ujumbe unaotoka katika huo unabii and the message is this na ujumbe ndio huu the messiah is coming kwamba mesia anakuja we need to prepare you need to prepare for the rapture of the church tunahitaji kujiandaa mnahitaji kujiandaa kwa ajili ya unyakuzi wa kanisa and the message is na ujumbe ni that for without holiness nobody will see the lord kwamba pasipo na utakatifu hakuna mtu yote atakayemuona bwana and the message is na ujumbe ni that you are the human being kwamba wewe kama mwanadamu you are the church wewe kama kanisa you cannot bear the tribulation and the great tribulation as you're going to see now hauwezi ukastahimili fiki na fiki kuu kama vile ambavyo tunaenda kuona sasa so that is the global picture of the lord the lord is interested in the redemption of israel and the installing of the glorious kingdom of god basi hiyo ndio taswira kubwa ya ulimwenguni kote 
kwamba Bwana anataka sana kuhusu ukombozi wa Israeli na pia kuwekezwa kwa ufalme wa Mungu. That is why he sent us. Ndio sababu akatutuma. And that's why you see me appear in two forms. Na ndio sababu waniona nikionekana katika mara mbili. At one point calling, calling down rain from heaven and in less than a minute rain falls. Kwa wakati mmoja nikitisha mvua kutoka mbinguni na chini ya dakika moja mvua inanyesha. In Lima Peru. Kule Lima Peru given the prophecy in Palermo Italy Nikitoa unabii kule Palermo Italia in Kenya here na hapa hapa Kenya and then at one point calling rain at Eldama Ravine Kakamega Njoro alafu kwa wakati Lagos Nigeria kuitisha mvua Kakamega Lagos Nigeria so it's going to be very important that the church understands what the Lord is doing upon the earth the face of the earth now and also in the kingdom of God within the house of the lord. Kwa hivyo ni muhimu sana kanisa lipate kuelewa kile ambacho Bwana anataka katika wakati huu sasa na pia ndani katika ufalme wa Mungu. So the coronavirus Kwa hivyo virusi vya corona is announcing the coming of the tribulation and the great tribulation. Vinatangaza kukuja kwa dhiki na dhiki kuu. The coronavirus virusi vya corona to the church the gentle church. Kwa kanisa la mataifa is announcing the glorious coming of the Messiah. Inatangaza kukuja kwa utukufu kwa Mesia. Is announcing that prepare the way of the Lord time is over. Inatangaza kwamba andaini njia ya Bwana wakati umefika. Be holy, be righteous, turn away from sexual sin. Iweni watakatifu, iweni wenye haki. Geukeni kutoka kwa dhambi ya ngono na ushiriki. Turn away from perversion and lies. Geukeni kutoka kwa kupotoa false prophets, all the apostles you see in this generation. Mitume wa uongo, manabii wa uongo, mwanguko kutoka wa imani ya kweli ambao mnaiona katika ulimwengu sasa hivi. This is the time now to be right with the Lord because our redemption has drawn nearer than when you first believed. wakati wa kumkaribia Mungu zaidi sasa kwa sababu ukombozi wetu umekaribia kuliko wakati ambapo tulipoamini. So can we then begin the message? Je basi sasa tunaweza anza ujumbe? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now kwa hivyo sasa I'm looking at in my head here my heading here I'm looking at the current beginning of birth pains. Ninatazama katika katika mada yangu hapa kwamba mwanzo wa utungu on the face of the earth katika uso wa dunia and i'm saying in my subtitling i'm saying executing the terrible judgments of the lamb na nimesema katika mada ndogo kwamba kutekeleza katika zile hukumu za kutisha za mwana kondoo and then my now sub subtitle alafu mada mada ndogo ndogo i am saying ninasema the four horsemen of the apocalypse you can say the release the release of the four horsemen of the apocalypse kuachiliwa kwa farasi kwa wapanda farasi wanne wa nyakati za kiunabii so blessed people i already saw it with you together na hivyo basi watu wabarikiwa tayari nimetumeiona pamoja that the book of revelation chapters 1 2 3 there is so much conversation with the church on the earth kwamba katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa kwanza wa pili na watatu kuna mazungumzo mengi kuhusiana na kanisa duniani and then we said that once you drop into revelation chapter 4 alafu tukasema kwamba mara umekwishaingia katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 4 then immediately at that time the voice says to a member of the church john the member of the church alafu mara tu pale andiko linasema kwa mshirika wa kanisa yohana and says come up here and i show you what is about to happen 
na kusema kwamba njoo hapa juu ni kuonyeshe kile ambacho karibu kinatendeka and then the focus shifts alafu lengo linabadilika so can we move on from that point on as you are writing now je sasa tunaweza songa kuanzia hapo mnapoandika sasa the remarkable and conspicuous ile ambayo ni ya kuonekana na ya kutiwa alama the remarkable and conspicuous shift in venue kubadilika ambako kunaonekana kwa makao from the earth kutoka kwa dunia that happens in revelation chapter 4 ambako kunatendeka katika ufunuo mlango wa 4 from verse 1 kuanzia mstari wake wa kwanza speaks a lot to the present day church inazungumzia sana kuhusiana na kanisa la sasa because again let me repeat because i know there are people who have been maybe may slower in writing let me repeat the titles very well Hebu nirudie mada vyema kabisa kwa sababu ya watu mwenu the current beginning of our pains upon the face of the earth anasema mwanzo wa utungu sasa hivi upon the katika uso wa dunia the current beginning of our pains upon the face of the earth mwanzo wa utungu katika uso wa dunia sasa hivi And then the subtitle I said is executing the terrible judgments of the lamb. Alafu mada ndogo nilisema kwamba kutekeleza zile hukumu za kutisha zamana kondoo. And the subtitle I said the release of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Alafu mada ndogo ndogo pale nilisema kwamba kuachiliwa kwa wapanda farasi wanne wa nyakati za kiunabii. For those of you at home if you're wondering what apocalypse is it comes from apocalypse. Apocalypse. Apocalypse comes from apocalypse. I think it's really there's a word for it. But anyway so uh, so so apocalypse essentially defines the time when there will be a revelation really. That's why if you go to the Spanish in Spanish if you say Revelation chapter 1 they say Apocalypse chapter 1 they call it with this name Revelation the opening up ufunuo kufunuliwa wakati so, wa kiunabii unamaanisha kufunuliwa kutakuwa na ufunuo So the book of Revelation is about the opening up Kwa hivyo kitabu cha ufunuo kinahusiana na kufunuliwa And so the four horsemen of the apocalypse the whole four horsemen of the time when the lord will unveil will open up everything about the redemption of israel and about the glorious coming kingdom of god kwa hivyo wapanda farasi wanne wa kiunabii nazungumzia kuhusu wakati ambapo kutakuwa na ule ukombozi wa israeli na pia kuimarishwa kwa ufano kwa because it makes me take three times my time and i've 12 hours here so um it makes me really do three times so so the, the unveiling the apocalypse the four horsemen of the apocalypse the word apocalypse so those of you at home maybe you enter in the towns and homes and houses in the city here and everywhere Mombasa whatever and uh, Nakuru and all over uh, Kisumu Mombasa Nyeri Moranga apocalypse is essentially a revelation the opening up wakati wa kiunabii kimsingi inamaanisha kufunuliwa And so when he says the four horsemen of the apocalypse he is saying essentially the horsemen that come during the time for the unveiling when God is opening up anasema kwamba wale wapanda farasi wanaokuja wakati ambapo Mungu anafunua and then uh, down there you can write a sub 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 title the 
the prophecy of the coronavirus. Alafu pale chini unaweza andika mada ndogo 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 kwamba unabii wa kukuja kwa virusi vya corona. And then number one you can say Revelation chapters 1 2 3. Alafu nambari moja unaweza sema kwamba kitabu cha ufunuo moja mbili tatu uh, an instruction to the church. Ni maagizo kwa kanisa on how to prepare for the glorious coming of the Messiah. Ya jinsi ya kujiandaa kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa utukufu kwa Mesia. And you can say number two, like I said it already before you there. That immediately chapter 4 comes on. Then now you hear the voice saying come up here telling the church come up here that I may show you what is going to happen in the future. Alafu sasa unasikia sauti ikiliambia kanisa kwamba panda hapa juu ni kuonyeshe kile ambacho karibu kinatukia kwa kwa kile ambacho karibu kinatukia. And we saw number 3. Na tuliona nambari tatu. That immediately the church finds herself in chapter 4 inside heaven. Kwamba mara tu kanisa linajipata lenyewe katika sura nne ndani mwa mbinguni. Then now the location has changed. Alafu sasa mahali pamebadilika. And also the focus has shifted. Na pia lengo limebadilika. And you find that the church is now more the, the, the conversation with God is now focused around the events at the throne of God. Alafu sasa unaona kwamba mambo yamebadilika sasa mlengo uko katika enzi ya Mungu. That is the conversation going on there. Hayo ndio mazungumzo yanaendelea pale sasa hivi. And then number four, if you are proceeding with me. Alafu nambari nne kama mnaambatana pamoja nami. That Revelation chapters 4 from verse 1 kwamba ufunuo mlango wa nne kuanzia mstari wake wa kwanza all the way to revelation chapter 18 kote kote hadi ufunuo 18 they reveal the wrath of god inafunua ghadhabu ya mungu they begin to roll out the judgment of god against sin inaanza kuzindua hukumu ya mungu dhidi ya dhambi and the reason the lord brings judgment like the coronavirus and the rest the locust na sababu ambayo bwana analeta hukumu kama vile virusi vya corona na nzige this generation is now much more enlightened than any other generation kizazi hiki sasa kimetiwa nuru zaidi kuliko vizazi vingine vyote because you saw that i gave the prophecies I, i came out and gave the prophecies and i said that a fair warning also comes with a fair counsel kwa sababu mliona nilipeana hizo nabii na nikasema kwamba hizo unabii na nikasema kwamba ile onyo nzuri pia inakuja na ushauri ushauri nzuri so thank you so much so so yeah so so yeah, so so so, so uh, what i'm saying is that uh, it's very powerful kile ambacho nasema kwamba ni ya nguvu sana because this generation you've had the prophecies and you see the fulfillment globally with such a monumental fulfillment kwa sababu kizazi hiki mmeona kutimilizwa kwa mmeona unabii na kutimilizwa kote kote ulimwenguni so you are aware kwa hivyo mnajua of the instruction because inside the prophecy for example of the coronavirus he celebrates the book of life the lamb's book of life and he says let your name be found written in it when this thing happens na mnaelewa kwa mfano virusi vya corona anasherekea kile kitabu cha uzima kwamba wacha majina yenu yapatikane yameandikwa kwenye kitabu cha uzima yeah because meaning that the ledger the register of the citizens of the glorious kingdom of heaven kumaanisha kwamba ile register ama mahali ambapo kuna orodha ya wale wa raia wa mbinguni and i said nami nikasema that uh, chapter 4 ships conversation now into heaven sura ya nne sasa inabadilisha mazungumzo kuelekea mbinguni sasa but it's also amazing we don't want to be blind to the fact that immediately chapter 4 verse 1 comes in we say come up here 
lakini pia inashangaza kwamba anapofikia sura ya mstari wa kwanza anasema kwamba njoo hapa juu and then you see that there is an ascension alafu unaona kwamba kuna kule kupanda kupaa then you see the church ascending into the kingdom of God. John is ascending to the kingdom of God, a representative of the church, a member of the church. Alafu unaona kwamba kuna kule kupanda, kuna kanisa linapanda kuelekea katika ufalme wa mbinguni. And so that ascension really is your simulation of the rapture. Na basi huko kupanda kunaashiria unyakuzi. And then another point I don't know number 6 or 7 then at that time the focus shifts to the throne of God the events around the throne of God. Alafu hoja nyingine sijui namba 6 ama 7 kwamba sasa lengo linaenda katika enzi ya Mungu. And then I say it Revelation chapter chapter 4 all the way to 18. Alafu nikasema ufunuo mlango wa 4 kote kote hadi 18. They essentially talk about the terrible judgments of God that will take place as he has come now to redeem Israel so everything is focused on Israel and the installing of the glorious kingdom of the Messiah basi kimsingi inaashiria kwamba zile hukumu ambazo zinakuja anapokuja kuikomboa Israeli anapowekeza ule ufalme wa Mungu but you see the unfolding in that space lakini unaona kule kufunuliwa katika hiyo nafasi if you look at the space between revelation chapters 1 chapter, chapter 4 rather all the way to 18 Ukiangalia ile nafasi ya kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa nne kote kote hadi 18. Huko kufunuliwa ambako tunakwenda kukutazama leo hii katika vilindi vyake leo hii. Huko kufunuliwa when you look at it and then you go back to Daniel the tremendous end time prophet of the Lord unapotazama alafu uende katika kitabu cha Danieli nabii wa kutisha wa nyakati za mwisho you'll find that, that that space of revelation chapter 4 all the way to chapter 18 before the messiah comes back to Jerusalem utapata kwamba ile nafasi kuanzia ufunuo mlango wa 4 hadi wa 18 before the messiah comes back to jerusalem chapter 19 with the raptured church i'm hoping you people all of you so so so, so before that so that space of revelation chapter 4 all the way to chapter 18 you find that this space tallies it 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 so it reveals actually what it presents is exactly what daniel wrote about in Daniel chapter 9 verse 27 Kile ambacho kiko katika sura hizo ni kile ambacho Danieli aliona na akaandika katika kitabu cha Danieli mlango wa 9 And so you see that when you talk about Daniel's 70th week Unapozungumzia kuhusu Danieli zile wiki sabini The 70th week Ile wiki ya sabini And now within that 70th week you see you see the entire 70 weeks have everything if you read the book of daniel it has everything including the purification the redemption on the cross but that the messiah comes to deliver ukisoma hizo zile juma sabini unaona kwamba iko na kila kitu kuhusiana na ule ukombozi ambao mesia alikuwa anakuja kuutenda katika msalaba but i'm now focused on the 70th week lakini sasa ninalenga katika lile juma la sabini so when you look at revelation chapters 4 all the way to 18 and you read the events that happened there or you get to know them the way I do when the Lord is engaging me with all these prophecies then you begin to understand that these are the events that are actually in Daniel's 70th week and the latter part of the week I mean the three and a half days of that week unaposoma hiyo sura ya 4 
hadi kumi na nane ama kama vile mimi bwana anavyokuja kuzungumza pamoja nami vile ambavyo ana nionyesha unaona kwamba inaashiria ile wiki ya sabini ya Danieli ama zile ile wiki ya sabini ya mwisho mwisho siku tatu na nusu right na hata tunaweza kuisoma moja kwa moja hapa right away the book of daniel moja kwa moja kitabu cha Danieli Daniel chapter 9 Danieli mlango wa 27 blessed people He says he will confirm a covenant with many Anasema atadhibitisha agano na wengi for one seven In the middle of the seven he will put an end to the sacrifice and the offering the daily sacrifice and the offering and that the temple he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed is poured out on him meaning when the messiah comes to slay him with a sword that comes out of his tongue so this, this is what he's talk about that is the week he's talk about anasema danieli 7 mstari wa 24 okay daniel chapter 9 verse 27 please danieli mlango wa 9 mstari wa 27 anasema hivi so this is what he's talk about yes hivi ndivyo anavyosema mtawala huyo atadhibitisha agano na watu wengi kwa juma moja katikati ya juma hilo atakomesha dhabihu na sadaka mahali pa dhabihu katika hekalu atasimamisha chukizo la uharibifu hadi mwisho ule wamuriwa utakapo mimiminwa juu yake yeye aletaye uharibifu thank you so much so what is the lord saying there bana anasema nini pale so you saying he will confirm a peace treaty you be as we are going to see in this tremendous conversation tonight i'm, I'm setting out today I'm really setting out today to reveal to you that dispensation that the coronavirus is trumpeting is 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 signaling that be careful now be careful you are about to enter another zone ninazindua sasa kama vile ambavyo mnaweza mnavyoenda kuona kwamba hivi virusi vya corona vinatoa ilani kwamba iweni makinifu iweni makinifu mko karibu kuingia hayo majira That dispensation you see the coronavirus is warning the whole earth be careful now be care- you're about to enter another zone be careful now Hayo. you're about to enter a danger zone Hayo majira ambayo virusi vya corona vinaonya sasa hivi kwamba makinikeni sasa makinikeni sasa karibu mnaingia katika majira tofauti That dispensation Hayo majira will be characterized I've set out today to describe to you to the greatest detail the character of that dispensation nimezindua na kuweka leo hii kuwaelezea kwamba hayo majira yatakuwa na tabia gani and what are the things that happen there in other words na ni maneno yapi yanayotendeka pale kwa maneno mengine okay not maneno but what are the things that will happen there ni mambo gapi mambo gani ambayo yatatendeka pale the tribulation and the great tribulation katika hiyo dhiki na dhiki kuu and i will also focus especially on the main actors there na pia nitalenga kuhusiana na wahusika wakuu In other words, who is the who is the main actor there? Who is the antichrist? Kwa maneno mengine ni nani ambaye ni mhusika mkuu pale? Nani ambaye ni mpinga Kristo? And you can tell that you know he that is speaking here will definitely have a severe clash with him. It's obvious you can tell. Unaweza tu kukisia kwamba yule ambaye anazungumza nanyi atakuwa na mgongano na kugonga kwa yule azungumzae nanyi hapa tafadhali wasifikirie anazungumza kutoka mahali pengine. Yule azungumzae nanyi hapa atakuwa na mgongano mkubwa kabisa na yule mpinga Kristo. It's going to be a serious clash you can tell. Unaenda kuwa na mgongano mkubwa kabisa unaweza kukisia So let me just transduce and translate for you what he's saying here in terms of uh, in uh, 
In that Daniel chapter 9 verse 27. Hebu nikatafsiri kile ambacho anasema hapa katika hiyo Daniel 9:27. He is saying the following. Anasema yafuatayo. He is saying. Anasema that uh, during that last seven, that 70th week, that one seven. Kwamba hiyo juma la mwisho la sabini, hilo wiki la sabini. He will confirm a peace treaty with them atadhibitisha lile maagano ya amani pamoja nao agano tafadhali agano la amani pamoja nao yes i don't want to do swahili because globally i'm in english really yes so yes let me just listen right yes so 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 what he's saying is this during that last week kile ambacho anasema kwamba katika hilo juma la mwisho he is going to have a peace treaty with israel we is going to a peace treaty with many nations with with israel also Anaenda kuwa na agano la amani na mataifa mengi na Israeli pia. Because he is a man of intrigue, is a master of intrigue. Kwa sababu yeye ndiye kiongozi wa udanganyifu. And so, once he does that treaty, na mara tu anapofanya ilo agano, and that treaty you see the peace, the peace that will come out of that treaty is the peace of man, peace of man. Na unaona kwamba amani itakayotokana na agano hilo ni amani ya mwanadamu. And that's why you see that when you come to the the three and a half days of that seven days that last week of daniel the middle of it katika siku tatu na nusu ya hizo siku saba ya juma la mwisho la danieli katikati yake in the middle of the seven katikati ya hiyo saba that last seven hiyo saba ya mwisho look at what happens tazama kinachotendeka then now kisha sasa because that peace treaty was built on lies and deception kwa sababu hilo agano la amani lilijengwa katika uongo na udanganyifu will collapse and then he will now need the rider of the red horse sasa atamuhitaji mpanda farasi wa farasi mwekundu who will be as we are going to see shortly who will be holding a biggest spalda in spanish a big sword ambaye atakuwa amebeba upanga mkubwa given to him by god the father ambayo ambao umepewa na mungu baba he will he will now bring him for a major world war bloodbath sasa atamleta kwa ajili ya vita vikubwa kabisa umwagikaji wa damu mkubwa kabisa because you see now in that latter part of that week he he is his tall his image to be worshiped kwa sababu unaona katika hiyo sehemu ya mwisho ya hizo siku saba juma la mwisho anaweka umbo lake sanamu yake ili abudiwe the abomination of the desolation ile ile uharibifu wa ukiwa and that is what happens there that's why you see now the release of the four horsemen they tally within they tally they they matter they matter within that cascade na ndio sababu unaona kwamba so whether he came without whether he came just with a bow and no arrows but you see now he's shedding blood iwe alikuja na ule uta na hana mishale lakini unaona sasa anamwaga damu kuna mwagikaji wa damu lakini nina furaha that i know of the prince of peace ninajua mfalme wa amani the redeemer and the savior of the world mkombozi na mwokozi wa ulimwengu the one that releases and unveils the peace of god yeye anayeachilia na kufunua amani ya mungu that surpasses all human understanding ipitayo fahamu zote za kibinadamu he will come through this cascade of events and finish up vanquish and neutralize that lie atakuja wakati huu na kumalizia yote na kumalizia na kufagilia mbali huo uongo and establish a reign of peace a millennium of peace na kuimarisha utawala wa miaka elfu moja ya amani it will be so much peace itakuwa amani nyingi mno the animosity you see that is in the world because of sin msukosuko mnaoona ulimwenguni sasa hivi kwa sababu ya dhambi will now not take place 
Sasa hautatendeka tena. A child will play with the cobra. Na mtoto atacheza na nyoka. A lion will play with a little lamb. Simba atacheza na mwana kondoo mdogo. A hyena. Yule fisi. A wolf. Yule mbweha. Will circle a little a, go, a kid of a goat. Atanyonya atanyonya mbuzi. Atanyonyesha. Atanyonyesha mbuzi. So he is coming. Kwa hivyo anakuja. So the events are like I said the events of Revelation chapters 4 all the way to 18. Matukio kama nalivyosema kwa kitabu cha Ufunuo 4 hadi 18. They define Daniel's 70th week. Yanaelezea lile juma la Sabini la Danieli. Which as we are going to see very shortly. Ambalo kama vile tunavyoenda kuona kwa muda mfupi ujao. Will be characterized. Itakuwa na by the breaking of seven seals ya kuvunjwa kwa lakiri saba that's why i said it centered on the scroll of god na ndio sababu nikasema imewekezwa shina katika gombo la mungu if you have noted that the ministry of he that speaks to thee is actually centered on the scroll of god ikiwa umegundua utaona kwamba huduma ya yeye ambaye anazungumza pamoja nanyi imewekwa katika gombo la mungu in fact you can even narrow it down on the seals of the scroll of god is the ministry my ministry is riveted on the seals that's why every time the messiah is going to break the seal he brings me to the throne room huduma yangu imewekwa shina katika zile lakiri za mungu ndio sababu wakati ambapo lakiri iko karibu kuvunjwa bwana ananileta katika enzi ya mungu and then witness and have a conversation with the four living creatures we're going to see them today alafu kushuhudia na kuona mazungumzo na wale viumbe wenye uhai kama vile ambavyo tunaenda kuona leo hii so that last week we are saying if you once the church enters heaven then those events revelation chapter 4 all the way to 18 they are characterized by the breaking of seven seals by the seven trumpets by the seven uh, seven thunders by the seven bowls na basi wakati kanisa limekwisha nyakuliwa na kwenda mbinguni mtaona hayo matukio ambayo yako na kuvunjwa kwa lakiri saba kule ku, ku, ku kwa, kwa utapata okay let me just help you yes utapata ya kwamba let me just say it in english so that you can translate it so i can focus on the international community what i'm saying is that once the church has entered heaven in revelation chapter 4 verse 1 mara kanisa limekwisha ingia mbinguni katika ufunuo mlango wa 4 mstari wa kwanza then now you find the following kisha sasa unapata yafuatayo that the events that roll out from revelation chapter 4 verse 1 all the way to revelation chapter 18 and i say that space kwamba matukio yanayozinduliwa kuanzia ufunuo 4 hadi ufunuo 18 na nikasema katika hiyo nafasi that space is characterized by the events that were described in Daniel's 70th week matukio hayo yanaambatana na yale yaliyoelezewa na lile juma la sabini la Danieli Then, the, the, very good Daniel 70th week juma la sabini la Danieli because now you see they are characterized by the breaking of the seals kwa sababu sasa unaona inaambatana na kuvunjwa kwa lakiri the trumpets seven trumpets seven seals seven trumpets seven thunders seven bowls tarumbeta saba lakiri saba na bakuli saba na radi saba just help the, the Israeli people start from the seals okay go from seals go to trumpets and then go to thunder and then go to the bowl right the seven seals seven, seven trumpets seven seven seals seven trumpets seven uh, thunders and then seven bowls lakiri saba tarumbeta saba bakuli saba na pia radi saba okay you have reversed it but that's all right they will catch it when i get there so so this is what i wanted to bring into this introduction hiki ndicho ambacho nitaka kuleta katika utangulizi huu 
So, in other words, then there is an escalating judgment from from when when you just enter heaven. He's talked about an escalating judgment that will begin with chapter six. It will be a tremendous judgment, breaking of the seals. Horsemen are here. Coronavirus is here. But it does go on until the bowels, the seven bowels. Na sasa mnapoingia mbinguni kuna kule kuendelezwa kwa hizo hukumu kuanzia kwa lakiri saba lakini hatima yake ni katika zile bakuli saba. And so that is a escalating judgment that's unbelievable because you'll see when the seventh seal is broken then there are these tremendous trumpets we saw them a little bit we will see that as we go but anyhow the church will not be around at that time i said that also lakini hata hivyo kanisa alitakuwa wakati huo nilisema hiyo pia the church meanwhile will have already been taken up into heaven kanisa litakuwa limechukuliwa mbinguni and that's why i'm reading from the book of thessalonians first thessalonians ndio sababu nasoma kitabu cha wathesalonike wa kwanza chapter 1 verse 10 Mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kumi. He says, Anasema, and to wait for his son from heaven who he raised whom he raised from the dead Jesus who rescues us from the coming wrath. Wa Thessalonike wa kwanza nasoma chapter 1 verse 10. Mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kumi. Inasema hivi, and to wait for his son from heaven who he, whom he raised from the dead Jesus Christ our Lord who rescues us from the coming wrath na ili kumgojea mwanawe kutoka mbinguni ambaye Mungu alimfufua kutoka kwa wafu yani Yesu yeye aliyetuokoa kutoka katika ghadhabu inayokuja aliyetuokoa you already redeemed us that's very good but you see now in my english version says who rescues us yeye atuokoae atuokoae it is in the present here who rescues us as in anybody that receives the lord enters into this group anybody that receives the lord is redeemed so it's a continuous redemption i don't know i think your version says past tense that already redeemed but that's still all right because once you receive the lord it's happened already and uh, i mean in terms of righteousness and holiness so um so that 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 scripture is what exonerates the church basi hilo andiko ndilo ambalo linaweka huru kanisa Because now you have believed the gospel you've received Jesus. Kwa sababu sasa umeamini injili, umemwamini Yesu, umempokea Yesu. And then now you enjoy this benefit here, the benefit of being rescued from the wrath that is coming when uh, when Daniel's 7th week begin to roll out here. Alafu sasa unakombolewa na hii ghadhabu hapa wakati ambapo hukumu inaanza kuja wakati wa ili juma la sabini la Danieli. The book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 Kitabu cha Wathesalonike wa kwanza mlango wa 5 I'm reading verse 9 now Nasoma mstari wa 9 sasa For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath but to receive salvation through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Kwa maana Mungu hakutuita ili tupate ghadhabu bali tupate wokovu kwa njia ya Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep we may live together with him therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing so he's really talk about the beautiful salvation of Christ that the church was not meant whoever receives that salvation whoever believes that gospel he said you are never meant to see the wrath yeye aliyekufa kwa ajili yetu ili kwamba kama tuko macho au tukiwa tumelala tupate kuishi pamoja pamoja naye. Because he says 
For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive the salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. That this wrath, tremendous, unbearable wrath I'm going to describe today here. He says, the Lord did not in any way design it that the church should pass through it. Kwamba anasema kwamba Mungu hakuiweka kwa njia yote ile kwamba kanisa liipate kuipitia hiyo ghadhabu. And you can see how terrible it will be if just the beginning of that pain the coronavirus has shut down the whole earth. This prophet speaking here using his words December 1 2015 has literally shut down every country say shut down stay home don't come out lock your doors lock inside stay inside don't come out if that is the situation at the beginning of bad times how much more severe then no, no, will it be inside the tribulation and the great tribulation na unaweza kuona kwamba itakuwa mbaya zaidi ikiwa hawa manabii wawili hapa ametumia maneno yao ya kinywa na sasa ulimwengu wote kila taifa wametumia tu maneno yao ya kinywa katika tarehe moja Disemba 2015 wakaamurisha hili gonjo la corona likaja Halafu sasa naona kila dunia, kila taifa, kila boma, kila binadamu ako kwenye wasiwasi, wanafunga milango zao, wanatetemeka kwa hofu na kuogopa kifo. Je, wakati sasa diki kamili itaingia, itakuwa mkali aina gani? You see, that's what he ought to have been saying, right? So the book of Isaiah kitabu cha Isaiah Isaiah 26 I'm still just raising to you if you understand the chronology I'm walking you into Did somebody pick the pattern already ule muundo wa nguvu sana ambao ninawatembeza kwao because I'm laying to you the global picture the, the, bigger, the, the, the heavenly design for this hour kwa sababu ninaweka ule muundo wa Mungu kwa wa mbinguni kwa ajili ya saa hili and why the coronavirus na ni kwa nini virusi vya corona why had prophesied them and come prophesied and it comes to pass and the locust ni kwa nini ilibidi nitoe unabii kuhusu na ikakuja kutimia pamoja na mzige and I talked about the prophetic time and God on the scroll na nikazungumzia kuhusu nyakati za kiunabii za Mungu kuhusiana na zile la kiri. And then I said, alafu kisha nikasema, Na msingi ilikuwa kwamba kuweza kuimarisha ufalme wa Mungu na ukombozi wa Israeli na kushusha ile makao makuu ya Mungu makao makuu ya Mungu na ule muji ambao hauhitaji mwangaza hauhitaji mwangaza I don't know the dimension I think some thousand kilometers like this a thousand like this it's a square city beautiful city tremendous city but that is the headquarters of the Lord at that time within the new earth and the new heaven lakini hayo ndio makao makuu katika ile dunia mpya na mbingu mpya But you see now in that context then I raised for you the fact that the rapture of the church the message of rapture is right there as we begin even before you start the message is right there Lakini muktada mkuu uko pale kwamba unyakuzi wa kanisa hata kabla tuanze iko pale pale Because when you enter chapter 4 verse 1 on he's completely focused on events at the throne of God and what happens later towards the redemption of Israel the wrath the judgment that says the church should not pass through kwa sababu kiingia katika mlango wa nne mstari wa kwanza anazungumzia mambo yanayotendeka katika enzi na pia katika zile hukumu 
that the church should not pass through. And so this is beautiful. And then I bring you to Daniel's 70th week. And then after that, then I said, however, the coronavirus is warning that prepare now. Any moment the rapture will take place. And I said, in view of that gravity then, that the church is not meant to enter into the great tribulation. She will be torn. She may not survive there. Because Israel will be saved by the Lord. But for the church, this is your moment now. So that's why the rapture takes place and the stairs are below right now. And that's why in the conversation I'm going to share with you the coronavirus, the plagues coming and so forth, I'm also going to talk about the dual conversation at the airport in Johannesburg where at one point the pale horse, the other side the church is already inside worshipping at the throne. The entry of the church. So where I saw, everybody knows that dream, right? Yes, where, when I saw the church enter already into heaven worshipping before the Lord. And so what I wanted to say here, that this is a very beautiful structure I'm laying for you here. Because you see now, when I say that the church should not see the wrath I'm about to roll out here, then I'm now reading the scriptures that exonerate the church. They vindicate the church. They Confirm that she will not be in there. And that's why we read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 10. And we also read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 9. And I'm now reading from Isaiah 26. I'm reading verse 20. He says the following. Go, my people, enter thou into thy chambers, and shut the doors behind you, hide yourselves for a little while, until his wrath has passed by. Okay, now look at the wrath that is coming, verse 21. See, the Lord is coming out of his dwelling to punish the peoples of the earth for their sins. The earth will disclose the blood shed upon it. The earth will conceal no longer her slain. So you see that before the wrath comes, he tells the church, Isaiah sees the church being told to enter the rooms of John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3 when Jesus went to prepare the rooms for you and right now in heaven he has written names each of you he has written your names by that room reserved reserved so and so this is Dr. JJ here this is Archbishop Litunda you know the rooms have been written they have been reserved so Isaiah sees that the church is being told go my people enter thou into thy chambers and shut your doors before the wrath unfolds. 
Kwa hivyo Isaiah anaona kwamba kanisa nambu waliingia katika vyumba ni mwao na kufunga milango nyuma yao kabla ya ghadhabu kuachiliwa. Haleluya. Haleluya. Some people tend to misunderstand that also misinterpret that but we don't want to deal with that for us we just want to deal with the entry of the church as instructed by the Lord right Baadhi ya watu wanakosa kufahamu hiyo lakini sisi hataki kuzingatia hiyo tunataka tu tuzingatie kuingia kwa kanisa That's why Na hiyo ndio sababu the stairs have been lowered meaning entry is near now Ngazi zimeshushwa kumaanisha kuingia kume karibia sasa Why then would it be after tribulation? Ni kwa nini basi iwe baada ya dhiki? Some people have used this scripture in a wrong way. Baadhi ya watu wametumia andiko hili kwa njia isiyofaa. They have tried to use it to describe Israel in Egypt, uh, in Egypt in Goshen. Wamejaribu kuelezea Israeli katika Misri Gosheni. That go shut your doors, shut your windows because the Lord is passing the, the angel of death is passing. Kwa manendeni mfunge milango yenu kwa, kwa sababu yule malaika wa kifo anapita. But this is not what the Lord is saying. Lakini hicho sicho ambacho Bwana anachosema hapa. The redemption yes, but he's saying that the church goes into high chambers. Ukombozi ndio lakini anasema kwamba kanisa linaenda katika vyumba vyao. Why would you stay here? Ni kwa nini? Until then when is the antichrist going to be revealed then? Ni kwa nini ukae hapa? Basi ni wakati gani huo ambapo yule mpinga Kristo atafunuliwa? Because if you ask anyone, even a child now, to tell me what what do you think is the main thing about the tribulation and the, and the great tribulation? They will tell you anti Christ, Antichrist. Kwa sababu kiuliza muti yote hata mtoto kuhusiana na in, unafikiria una nini kuhusiana na dhiki na dhiki kuu atakwambia mpinga Kristo. He is the main figure there who brings that desolation that apostasy and that's why you see the Lord also has his team on board now already on on the theater on the ground within the wall the the the, the, the battlefield Yes, his team already has brought his team speaking with you now right so so he's saying the following anasema yafuatayo yes, you're going to lose a lot of things for your people if you don't translate it thank you nimpinga kristo ambaye atahusika katika wakati huo na ndio sababu unaona kwamba bwana tayari ameweka kikundi chake hapa hivi ili kukabiliana pamoja naye wakati huo but he's saying lakini anasema that only when the holy spirit is removed ni wakati tu ambapo roho mtakatifu ameondolewa can the man of lawlessness be revealed ndipo yule mtu asiyefuata sheria anaweza kufunuliwa so please don't, don't think about those philosophies and theories and what pre trib or post tribulation mid tribulation don't worry about those things god has spoken with me i've seen the glorious days you've seen them yourself prepare tafadhali msiingie katika hizo filosofia na falsafa kuhusiana wakati wa baada ya unyakuzi na kabla ya unyakuzi tafadhali so we need to prepare for the glorious coming of the messiah tunahitaji kujiandaa kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa utukufu kwa mesia but you see here beautifully the rooms jesus went to prepare in john chapter 14 verses 1 to 3 now are the same rooms the church is being told to enter and lock shut herself in you know from, from just what i shared last week You know from just what I shared last week. Unajua kutokana na kile tu ambacho nilishiriki Juma lopita. Come on. However much you try to shut your, your window to be totally unbearable. Hata kama utajaribu kufunga dirisha lako kiasi gani itakuwa haiwezi kuvumilika. I've not even shared on the earthquakes that the Lord sends me to strike the earth with. Hata sijashiriki kuhusiana na mitetemeko ya ardhi ambayo Bwana atanituma kuigonga nayo dunia. 
you can tell if the Haiti earthquake was so big like that and Chile and Nepal and the Andes mountains and if they are that big and the storm, the hurricanes then how great are within the great tribulation Yes, so you can be saying things which you did say to your people. Oh, I'm sorry that I've started talking to him again. Eh? I don't like this. I may just retire him and move on, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought he, when I'm going, he can be telling his people things that he didn't say because they're waiting. Oh. Can you tell them please? Okay, thank you, thank you. Okay, I think we're going to, we are going to stop we are going to stop the translation in Swahili in a moment. Unaweza ukawazia kwamba ikiwa hawa manabii wakuwa Because I have a very long sermon. I have a very long sermon we may stop Swahili. Wamegonga na tetemeko la Haiti na Nepal na milima ya Andes. Basi unaweza ukakisia itakuwa kubwa kiasi gani watakapokuwa wakihusika katika dhiki na dhiki kuu. The book of Second Thessalonians, blessed people. I want to finish this introduction. Second Thessalonians. Archbishop, did you talk? Please. I have 14 hours. If it makes it three times, it's going to be 14 times three, right? I just want to be like last week. I flowed very well, right? The, the book of Second uh, Thessalonians. Chapter 2 I'm reading verses 3 to 7 It says the following It says Do not let anyone deceive you in any way For that day will not come until the rebellion occurs And the man of lawlessness is revealed You see that now Mutu yeyote na asi wananganye Kwa namna yeyote Kwa maana siku ile haita kuja mpaka uasi utokee kwanza na yule mtu wa kuasi adhihirishwe. The man doomed to destruction. Yule ambaye ameukumiwa kuangamizwa. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God. Yeye atapingana na kujitukuza juu ya kila kitu kiitwacho Mungu. Or is worshipped. Au kinachoabudiwa. So that he sets himself up in God's temple proclaiming himself to be God. So this is the second half of Daniel's 70th week. What I've just read. Ili kujiweka. Thank you. Thank you. Juu katika hekalu la Mungu. Basi hii ni ile sehemu ya pili ya wiki ya sabini ya Danieli. And so yes so, so this is what I'm talking about now. You can see very clearly that uh, you, 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 the rebellion has to occur. The man of lawlessness has to come before then you go into the great tribulation. Unaweza kuona kwamba ule uasi lazima utendeke ile tribulation. Wa uasi abate kudhihirishwa kabla tuingie katika dhiki na dhiki kuu. Yes, so, so so this basic this basic in salvation everybody knows this very well. So so that uh, so, so that now He's talking about the fact that the church will not be in the tribulation or the great tribulation. That's what I wanted to raise in this first introduction. Anazungumzia kwamba kanisa halitakuwa katika dhiki na dhiki kuu. Hiyo ndio ambayo nilitaka kuzungumzia katika utangulizi huu hapa. Revelation chapter 3 verse 10. Ufunuo mlango wa 3 mstari wa 10. Says the following here. Anasema yafuatayo hapa. Says. Anasema since you have kept my command to endure patiently I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come to the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. 
kwa kuwa umelishika neno la saburi yangu nitakulinda hata utoke katika saa ya kujaribiwa inayokuja ulimwenguni pote ili kuwajaribu wote wakaao duniani And so again he's saying that hour of trial is referring to the tribulation and especially the great tribulation where now the bowels will be poured last week I shared just a little bit with you about the locusts we're going to see them today the locusts of that time and then you saw during the week the Lord came and spoke with me about those locusts even my involvement in those locusts where he has hidden them down into the shafts of hell to bring them out for the unbelieving you remember this week it spoke So it will be totally unbearable. So that hour of trial is essentially talking about is talking about the tribulation and the great tribulation. Hilo sala jaribio anazungumzia kuhusu dhiki na dhiki kuu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so it's a powerful moment in church blessed people. And then he says the following. Na hivyo basi ni wakati wa nguvu sana katika kanisa na alafu anasema yapatayo. In finishing the first part of this introduction before we begin the breaking of the seals. Katika kumalizia sehemu ya kwanza kabla tuanze kuvunjwa kwa lakiri. He's saying the book of Revelation chapter 19 verses 6 on. Anasema kitabu cha ufunuo 19 mstari wa 6 na kuendelea. I'm reading verse 8. Ninasoma mstari wa 8. 7 8. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Anasema tufurahi tushangilie na kumpa utukufu kwa maana harusi ya mwana kondoo imewadia na bibi harusi wake amejiweka tayari. And then verse 8 which is really your main uh, object there it says finest linen bright and clean was given her to wear. Then it says the finest linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. And in finishing total finishing with this first part of the introduction. John chapter 14 verse 4. You know that in verse 1 to 3 he says he's going to the father to prepare a place for the church. In fact, John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3 is your rapture. That's the rapture of the church. Yohana mlango wa 14 kuanzia mstari wa kwanza hadi tatu anazungumzia kuhusu unyakuzi wa kanisa kwamba anaenda kuandalia mahali. But because I'm winding down on this introduction I want to focus on verse 4. In verse 4 he says, Lakini kwa sababu namalizia mazungumzo haya nataka kulenga mstari wa 4. Mstari wa 4 asema, You know the way to the place where I am going. Ninyi mnajua njia ya kufikia ninakokwenda. And sometimes you may want to rebuke Thomas. Na wakati mwingine unaweza ukataka kumkemea Thomas. Thomas, how can you do that? How can you doubt all the time? Thomas, unawezaje ukashuku kila wakati? But then you thank God he said so because then what came out of the answer to Thomas became your your silver lining in the gospel. Shukrani naziwe kwa Mungu kwa sababu ya Thomas kwa sababu lile jibu liliotokea pale inakuwa ni kipengee muhimu sana kwa maisha yenu. Because he says then Thomas said to him Lord we do not know where you are going so how can we know the way? Thomas so, akasema hatujui mahali ambapo unakwenda basi tunawezaje kuijua njia. You say when honesty means meets honesty, right? Wakati uaminifu wa kutani. Okay, so he's saying the following. Kwa hivyo anasema yafuatayo. Jesus answered. Yesu akamwambia. I am the way. Mimi ndimi njia. The truth and the life. Na kweli na uzima. Nobody comes to the Father. Mtu hawezi kuja kwa Baba. Except through me. Isipokuwa kupitia kwangu. So then that's the best silver gold and silver lining. 
that is in the gospel which almost crowned his mission and it opened up the door that was closed in Genesis 3.24 when he closed the door, the door to the tree of life the cherubim of glory flaming swords telling man I will slaughter if you come so, 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 anyway, so that's very powerful because he's saying you know the way to where I am going so even when you see the coronavirus and if the coronavirus is telling you about preparing to go into the kingdom of glory the kingdom of Jesus kingdom of so so when 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 if if that is the message coming out of the coronavirus the plague this dreadful plague the pandemic of coronavirus then you can almost hear the coronavirus telling the generation but you know the way to where Jesus went so just follow that way and then he goes on to say I am the way the truth and the life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I want us to slowly, you know, walk into another dimension of this introduction because I prepared for you some very beautiful work today. These, the visions I'm going to share here are quite astounding. They are very exclusive. Nobody has them. And so it's such a pleasure to share it here. So, again, remember when I asked the question in that narrative with you, the preamble, I asked, why the revelation now? Why the apocalypse now, revelation now? Number one, because the Lord wanted to unveil to us that when it does happen, you know, He's unveiling the redemption of Israel. His redemptive plan. And number two, that he is also unveiling in the process the plans for the installation of the glorious kingdom of God upon the face of the earth. So you see that is very powerful because when you come to the glorious kingdom of God then you are both Israel and the Gentile church. So the coronavirus is really speaking volumes. Huh? It has also cleaned out the church, right? It has cleaned out the church. Because now, you see, you can question whoever has been telling you their prophecy, but how did you miss such a big thing? You can, you can now clean out because now you can see where the Lord is speaking that's all yeah, thank you. so you see that so God's promise to Abraham is at the center of the unfoldings you see beginning to take place the locust 
and uh, the coronavirus that are hinting on the dispensation coming, the dispensation of the tribulation and the great tribulation. Iko katika shina la kati ambayo mnaona kwamba virusi vya corona na pia nzige na inaashiria kuja kwa dhiki na dhiki kuu. Na zinatangaza, zinatangaza kwamba dhiki na dhiki kuu ziko kwa kona zinakuja, ziko karibu. Na zinatangaza kwamba dhiki na dhiki kuu zinakuja, ziko karibu. So we know that uh, Abraham was promised like I said. Tunajua kwamba remember he was advanced age. Abrahamu aliahidiwa mbegu nakumbuka katika umri wake wa uzeeni mbegu he was told that a seed aliambiwa kwamba mbegu the seed of Abraham will be part of the gift the, the reward the blessing of God mbegu ya Abrahamu itakuwa baadhi ya baraka za Mungu and then remember he promised him a land that you give him land a piece of property unakumbuka kwamba alimwahidi atampatia shamba atampatia ardhi and then i said alafu kisha nikasema he promised him that out of him now and that seed a great nation will come that will bless many nations alimwahidi kwamba kutokana naye sasa hiyo mbegu taifa kubwa litachipuka na itakuwa taifa kubwa but it will now bless many nations. Ambalo sasa litabariki mataifa mengi. And we know that there he meant the Messiah. Na tunajua kwamba pale alimaanisha Mesia. That's why he slaughters the ram on the hill. Ndio sababu anamchinja Mount Moria, right? Anamchinja kondo dume katika mlima Moria. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so this is a very important thing and then he said the blessedness of Abraham he would bless Abraham. Alafu anasema kubarikiwa kwa Abraham atambarikiwa. And that's why you see now all people that have faith they partake they they tap into that blessing of Abraham. That's why the rich man who was a Hebrew man really could see Abraham up there say Father Abraham please you see so you, you could talk like that because the blessing of Abraham is now upon uh, people that are faith like Lazarus right na unaona ukiwa na imani unateka katika ile baraka ya Abrahamu ndio sababu yule tajiri aliweza kumuita baba Abrahamu so how is god rolling this out je mungu anafunua aje hii can we go to the book of mika Je, toweza kwenda katika kitabu cha Mika? Remember all this is simply introduction in our 14 hour sermon today. Kumbuka kwamba huu oh. ni utangulizi tu katika maubiri yetu ya masaa nne ya leo hii. It's going to be quite a long sermon today. Yanaenda kuwa maubiri marefu leo hii. Because I may not get the opportunity again. Kwa sababu huenda sitapata tunku tena. These days worshiping the Lord is a privilege. That's why when you get a chance you just do it well because you don't know what will happen tomorrow. Siku hizi kumwabudu Bwana ni tunku ndio sababu ukipata fursa unaifanya vyema kwa sababu ujui nini kitafanyika kesho. Lakini mimi najua for me I know what will happen tomorrow. Lakini kwangu mimi najua kile ambacho kitatendeka kesho. About you. you should understand me when I say I want to give you as much. Right? Lakini nazungumzia kuhusu nyie manake nataka kuwapa mengi. He says Anasema The book of Mika chapter 4 verse 16 if you don't mind. Kitabu cha Mika mlango wa 4 mstari wa 16. Oh it's 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 not it's I I I overshot it. I was shot it. Let me find it here. Well, let me see. Oh yeah, so it's, it's verse 4. Mustari wa 4. Verse 4 is the Lord's plan. Mustari wa 4 unaona mpango wa Mungu. chapter 4 verse 6. Sorry, forgive me for that. It says, in that day declares the Lord Mlango wa 4 mstari wa 6 anasema katika siku hiyo asema Bwana I will gather the lame and assemble the exiles nitawakusanya wale mavu nitawakusanya waliowamishoni and all those i have brought to grief na wale niliowahuzunisha 
and I'll make the lame my remnant. Nitawafanya wale kuwa mabaki. Those driven away a strong nation. Wale waliofukuzwa kuwa taifa lenye nguvu. The Lord will rule over them on Mount Zion. Bwana atatawala juu yao katika mlima Sayuni. From that day forever. Kuanzia siku hiyo na hata milele. As for you watch tower of the flock as for you watch tower of the flock lakini kuhusu wewe emnara wa ulinzi wa kundi stronghold of daughter of zion of daughter zion engome ya binti sayuni the former dominion will be restored to you milki ya awali itarudishwa kwako and he says down here kingship will come to daughter jerusalem ufalme utakuja kwa binti jerusalemu why do you now cry aloud? Kwa nini unalia kwa nini sasa unalia kwa nguvu? Have you no king? Kwani huna mfalme? Has your ruler perished? Je, mshauri wako amekufa? That pain sees you like that of a woman in labor? Hata maumivu ya kukamate kama mwanamke aliye na utungu wa kuzaa? So he's saying that the splendor, the splendor if you read the whole chapter if you have time the splendor of the restored Israel Anasema kuhusu huku na fahari ya Israeli iliyorejeshwa will be speak about the promise being rolled out Itazungumzia kuhusu ahadi ambayo inazinduliwa Because even father if I understand father he also talks about restoring the sacrifice Kwa sababu hata hapo mbele anazungumzia kuhusu kurejesha dhabihu and also as he shares on the restoring of the sacrifice you can see he's talking about at one point Israel his chosen people will again lead the world the nations it worship anapozungumzia kuhusu kurejeshwa kwa dhabihu anasema tena Israeli itaongoza ulimwengu katika kuabudu Romans chapter 11 kitabu cha Warumi mlango wa 11 we are simply going through allow me go through the chronology blessed people i know you are raging and raving to go to the breaking of the seals right but please just hold it again like last time okay Mnirusu tunipitie kwa mfululizo. Najua mnatamani sana kwenda katika kugunjwa kwa lakini. Lakini mnirusu niende kama wakati uliopita. Yeah because uh, you saw last time when you allowed me that it was quite enriched. It was very powerful and there was something new, right? Naona wakati uliopita mliponirusu ilikuwa ya nguvu sana kulikuwa na jambo jipya. Hiyo ni juma lopita. Thank you. So the book of Romans chapter 11. Kitabu cha Warumi mlango wake wa 11. He says the following anasema yafuatayo because the nations are tuned in they want to understand what is the lord saying about the corona virus kwa sababu mataifa yanasikiliza wanataka kuelewa bwana anasema nini kuhusiana na virusi vya corona now if you read chapter 11 chapter 11 the title here says the remnant of israel this is essentially the restoration of israel mlango wa 11 kichwa hapa chasema mabaki ya israeli and then he says from verse 25 he says all israel will be saved that's now, that's now the small title there which is very powerful meaning he will fulfill his promise i do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery brothers and sisters ndugu zangu ili msije mkajidai kuwa wenye hekima so that you may not be conceited ili kwamba msije mkadanganyika Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of the gentiles has come in you see that now 
ugumu umewapata Israeli kwa sehemu hadi idadi ya watu mataifa watakaoingia itimie mnaona hiyo so is actually saying that the hardening of the heart kwa hivyo unaona anasema kwamba kule kufanywa mioyo yao kuwa migumu that you see happening with Israel ambayo mnaona ikitendeka na Israeli is essentially uh, uh, is it's partial it's not complete it's not terminal ni ya sehemu tu sio kikamilifu sio ya mwisho So he's saying don't be ignorant and don't be self-conceited meaning you think you know everything when you don't know. Msijifanye kwamba mnajua kila kitu wakati ambapo hamjui. Because he's saying kwa sababu anasema down here later that you can't even be proud of your salvation or to the fact that Israel is not in and you are in as a gentle church you cannot. Hapo chini kwamba hauwezi kuwa na kiburi na kujivuna kwamba mko ndani na Israeli hawajaingia ndani. Hauwezi ukafanya hivyo. And he says naye anasema in this way all Israel will be saved kwa njia hii Israeli wote wataokolewa. So so he's saying that there is a particular number of Gentiles. Anasema kwamba kuna idadi fulani ya watu wa mataifa that the Lord was waiting that they may enter. Ambayo Bwana alikuwa anangojea kwamba wapate kuingia. So he can roll out the redemptive plan for Israel. Ili akaweze kuzindua mpango wa ukombozi wa Israeli. The salvation of Israel, the revival of the nation of Israel. Wokovu wa Israeli, uvio wa taifa la Israeli. But from what you see with the coronavirus now talking about that the, the, the dispensation at the door which is the tribulation and great tribulation when Israel will be restored you can tell really that that number of the gentiles is about to be struck right lakini kuhusiana na sasa ili janga la virusi vya corona ambalo linatangaza dhiki na dhiki kuu ambapo bwana pale atajaribu kukomboa Israeli sasa tunaona kamili kabili ya kwamba hiyo maana yake bwana anasema ya kwamba ile idadi ya watu wa mataifa ambao walikuwa wanafaa kuingia ndio sasa unyakuzi itendeke karibu itimizwe Isn't it the right way, Joan? Oh, yes, send the archbishop, right? Yes, so 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 it's very simple really. So uh so he's saying the book of Romans again I'm reading on. He says from verse 26 and in this way all Israel will be saved. There's no more refreshing statement than this one here. Alafu anasema mstari wake wa 26, hivyo Israeli wote wataokolewa. Hakuna andiko la kuburudisha kama hili. Because it says as it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion sababu anasema kama ilivyoandikwa mkombozi atakuja kutoka Sayuni he will turn godlessness away from Jacob ataondoa kumcha Mungu katika Yakobo and this is my covenant with them hili ndilo agano langu nao when i take away their sins nitakapoziondoa dhambi zao as far as the gospel is concerned kwa habari ya injili they are enemies for your sake wao ni adui wa Mungu kwa ajili yenu but as far as election is concerned listen to this lakini kuhusu kule kuteuliwa kuna pohusika sikiliza hii they are loved on the account of the patriarchs kwao ni wapendwa kwa ajili ya mababa zao wa zamani what is the lord saying everybody for bwana anasema nini kila mtu lenga is saying anasema they have not received the gospel that now hawajaipokea injili kufikia sasa they are now enemies of the gospel sasa wao ni maadui wa injili but he's saying don't, don't laugh on that don't, don't don't celebrate that you see you the gentiles you have the lord they don't have the lord you say no 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 he has a plan for israel and all israel will be saved anasema usisherekee kuhusiana na hiyo kwamba wewe uko na mungu au hawana mungu anasema ako na mpango na israeli wote wataokolewa then he's saying alafu kisha anasema 
that as far as the gospel is concerned they are enemies that as at now kwamba kuhusiana na injili inavyohusika wao ni maadui kufikia sasa and then after that he says alafu baada hiyo anasema but as far as the election is concerned lakini kuhusiana na uteua kuteuliwa inahusika they are loved wao wanapendwa because of the patriarch kwa sababu ya mababa zao This is very powerful. That's why I focused on the Abrahamic covenant. The Abrahamic covenant. What is he saying there? Thank you for focusing on me those of you focus because you know this you just need to understand these things. Asante kwa So, what is he saying then? Anasema nini basi? He's saying anasema that right now they have hated the gospel of Christ. Kwamba sasa hivi wameichukia injili ya Kristo. They have not taken the Lord. Hawachamjukua Bwana. But he is going to love them. Lakini atakwenda kuwapenda based on his covenant with the patriarchs, his Abrahamic covenant. Kuzingatia na agano lake na mababa zao, agano lake la Abrahamu. Because in that covenant the Messiah is defined. Kwa sababu katika ilo agano Mesia yuko ndani. And they still have to worship the Messiah then. Na bado lazima umwabudu Mesia basi. Jemlielewa is saying in other words anasema kwa maneno mengine the new covenant agano jipya that you have ambalo muko nalo does not exclude israel aliwapuzili mbali israeli and he saying the coming of the new covenant alafu anasema kukuja kwa agano jipya does not abolish the abrahamic covenant aifutili mbali agano la kiabrahamu in fact the abrahamic covenant is what brought up the messiah brought the messiah for redemption to mankind right lile agano la abrahamu ndilo ambalo lilimleta mesia kumkomboa mwanadamu so i i know it will get a little easier for the church in china you will understand even better don't worry i know this is very high material for the mature church but don't worry even you you understand that the coronavirus has devastated you has devastated the world and there is a message here that the coronavirus is talking about the time when god will start redeeming israel which means the time for the church is running out we need to be born again be righteous and holy ready to be taken up into the rapture and so he's saying in the book of uh, continuing there verse 28 as far as the gospel is concerned they are enemies for your sake Anaendelea kusema katika mstari wa 28 kwa habari ya injili wao ni adui wa Mungu kwa ajili yenu. But as far as election is concerned they are loved on account of the patriarchs. Lakini kuhusu kule kuteuliwa kwa kwao ni wapendwa kwa ajili ya mababa zao. For God's gifts and call are irrevocable. Kwa maana akisha wapa watu karama haziondoi. Just as you were at one point disobedient to God kama vile ninyi wakati fulani mlivyokuwa waasi kwa Mungu and have now received mercy as a result of their disobedience lakini sasa mmepata rehema kwa sababu ya kutokutii kwao so they too have now become disobedient in order that you too in order that, that they too may now receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you hivyo nao waisraeli wamekuwa waasi ili kwamba wao na wao sasa waweze kupata rehema kwa ajili ya rehema za Mungu kwenu. And then in chapter 2 he says for God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that they may have mercy he may have mercy on them. Alafu mstari wa 32 anasema kwa maana Mungu amewafunga wanadamu wote kwenye kuasi ili apate kwa rehemu wote. Did you understand what he's saying there? Je, ulielewa kile ambacho anasema pale? He saying he's causing them to need the mercy of the cross. Anasema anawasababisha wahitaji rehema za msalaba. He's saying they will need the mercy. 
anasema watahitaji rehema and he has a plan for their redemption na ako na mpango kwa ajili ya ukombozi wao But most importantly all israel will be saved lakini kilicho cha muhimu zaidi israeli wote wataokolewa you the church will have entered inside na nyie kanisa mtakuwa mmeingia ndani to celebrate the goodness of god kusherekea wema wa bwana so to remember to talk, and that's why when the coronavirus comes you should ask yourself how, we, how is my salvation then? na ndio sababu wakati virusi vya corona vinapokuja unapaswa kujiuliza wokovu wangu uko basi namna gani because you should be talking about eternity about the kingdom of god kwa sababu unapaswa kuwa unazungumzia kuhusu milele kuhusu ufalme wa mungu if you die of the coronavirus ikiwa utakufa kwa ajili ya virusi vya corona and you are righteous and holy na wewe ni mwenye haki na ni mtakatifu you are still going to heaven bado utaenda mbinguni uh, in other words he saying kwa maneno mengine anasema anyhow who will stay here forever hata hivyo ni nani ambaye atakaa hapa milele so the book of isaiah chapter 44 verse 21 kitabu cha Isaiah mlango wa 41 mstari wa 21 he says remember these things jacob anasema kumbuka mambo haya yakobo for you israel are my servants kwa kuwa wewe israeli ni watumishi wangu i have made you you are my servant nimekuumba wewe wewe ni mtumishi wangu israel Is- i will not forget you israeli sitakusahau so you see the promise is there kwa hivyo unaona ahadi pale why am i talking about this now I'm simply speaking about the coronavirus. And the message that virus is transmitting to the generation to the church. Na ujumbe ambao virusi vinawakilisha kwa kizazi kwa kanisa. He's telling this generation. Anaambia hili hili kizazi hiki. Look. Tazama. The rapture is near. Unyakuzi uko karibu. Look. Tazama. Such plague. Mapigo kama haya. Uh, for the tribulation and great tribulation ni kwa ajili ya dhiki na dhiki kuu during the time of the redemption of israel ni yako katika wakati wa ukombozi wa israeli salvation of israel wokovu wa israeli and you can go on and on as you wish but i think the message is very clear right now unaweza kuendelea na kuendelea kama utakavyo lakini ujumbe uko wazi sasa hivi can i escalate this uh, last introduction then i'll finish i'll finish if you give me time i'll finish je naweza kuendeleza utangulizi huu wa mwisho alafu mkinipa muda nitamaliza i can see the next one is the white horse ready already, already the seal the seals are next so be patient a little bit right? I know you're waiting for the seals to be broken right anybody not waiting for them to be broken maybe let me revert the question then anybody not waiting for them to be broken And so that is it. So listen blessed people. So I want to discuss on the rollout. Again, I want to step back and give you a better understanding of what the Lord is doing now and what is all about. He's saying, anasema, there is a big battle going on now when you see the the plagues like the coronavirus and also the locust and the earthquakes whatever it is the lord is doing now kuna vita vikubwa sana vinavyoendelea sasa hivi unapoona virusi vya corona na pia nzige na mitetemeko ya ardhi the battle has always been about worship vita kila wakati vimekuwa kuhusiana na ibada and my reference here is right in the garden na mahali pangu pa kurejelea iko pale katika bustani. The battle has always been about who to be worshipped. Who will you worship? 
vita kila wakati vimekuwa kuhusu ni nani wa kuabudiwa ni nani mtakaye mwabudu and that's why you see that in the garden when adam and eve chose to worship the serpent ndio sababu unaona katika bustani wakati adamu na hawa waliamua kuabudu nyoka then death like what you see coronavirus here death came basi kifo came from the serpent kifo kikakuja kutoka kwa nyoka When they chose the serpent. Wakati ambapo walipomchagua nyoka. Could that be speaking a bit about regeneration? Na je, je hiyo yaweza kuwa inazungumzia kuhusu kizazi? And what's happening right now? Na kile ambacho kinatendeka sasa hivi. It is a battle. Ni vita. It's a battle about worship. Ni vita. Okay, let, let me put it this way. The, the first battle. Vita vya kwanza. The very first battle. Vita vya kwanza kabisa kabisa. At creation katika uumbaji was about worship ilikuwa kuhusiana na ibada who to be worshiped ni nani wa kuabudiwa and the final battle na vita vya mwisho that you see will roll out in the breaking of the seas all throughout until Jerusalem is about is still about who to be worshiped ambavyo mtaona vikizunduliwa kuanzia kuvunjwa kwa lakini hadi Yerusalemu inahusiana na ni nani wa kuabudiwa did you understand It's about worship. Inahusiana na kuabudu. When you see the coronavirus doing this, the prophecy I gave, it's about worship. The Lord is trying to is crying out a generation. He's crying to them to come back to him. Unapoona kuhusu virusi ya corona alone. Ambazo nilitoa unabii, Mungu anaitia, analilia kizazi, kimrudie ili kiweze kumwabudu yeye peke yake. Ukiona kutimilizwa kwa virusi vya corona ambavyo nilitoa kwa unabii ya virusi vya ukimwi corona please can you say it better i don't have time to go to swahili kutimilizwa kwa unabii kuhusiana na virusi vya corona inanene inaitia kizazi kwamba kimrejele kimrejele yeye ili waweze kumwabudu yeye peke yake yes so the lord is crying out to a generation to return to him kwa hivyo bana analilia kizazi kimrudie yeye. He's telling them the serpent is bad. Anawaambia nyoka ni mbaya. The devil is bad. Shetani ni mbaya. Stay away from the devil. He brings death. Kaa mbali na shetani kwa sababu analeta mauti, analeta kifo. And so it is a serious conflict about worship. Na hivyo basi ni mzozano mkubwa kuhusiana na kuabudu. It's a grand battle for the soul of man. Ni vita vikubwa kabisa kuhusiana na nafsi ya mwanadamu. The first conflict in the garden. Vile vita vya kwanza katika bustani. Genesis chapter 3. Mwanzo mlango wake wa 3. Verses 1 to 7. Mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 7. Are we together? Je, tuko pamoja? Will you allow me the next one is the seals. Please just be patient. We're going to enter the seals. Inayofuata ni lakiri. Tafadhali muwe na subira tutaingia kwenye zile lakiri. Because I know you are raving and raging to get there. But just give me a time there's something very important you need to understand from the plague is here around. Munipe muda kwa sababu kuna kitu cha umuhimu zaidi ambacho mnapaswa kuelewa kuhusiana na pigo ambalo mnaliona. Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 to 7 says now Moses oh sorry. I need to go to Genesis forgive me for that. Uh, uh, Genesis chapter 3 says the following verse 1 it says now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the lord god had made mstari wa mwanzo mlango wa tatu mstari wa kwanza basi nyoka alikuwa mwerevu kuliko wanyama wote wa porini ambao bwana mungu aliwafanya he said to the woman nyoka akamwambia mwanamke that is now the serpent huyo sasa ni nyoka Did God really say you must not eat from any of the trees in the garden? Atikweli Mungu alisema kamwe msile matunda ya mtu wowote wa bustanini. And you see the conversation goes on until they fall. 
na unaona mazungumzo yanaendelea hadi wanaanguka And yet there was a stern warning in Genesis chapter 2:16 to 17. And so they finally choose. That's why I said the choice. They chose the devil and the consequences. The final conflict also is also going to be a battle about worship that's why we are talking about the breaking of the seals because god is coming to test loyalty how many are faithful to me voluntary loyalty and it requires that we choose by ourselves whom to worship those that will choose the antichrist wale ambao watamchagua mpinga kristo they will get the mark of the antichrist watapata alama ya mpinga kristo but those that will choose the lord they will be sealed in the lamb's book of life lakini wale watakaomchagua bana watawekwa muhuri katika kitabu cha mwana kondoo cha uzima and so in the process you see na hivyo basi katika hiyo mchakato unaona God wants to draw his people closer to himself. Mungu anataka kuwavutia watu wake karibu naye. Because even now, kwa sababu hata sasa hivi, when the glorious stairs are lowered, wakati ambapo ngazi za utukufu zimeshushwa, it's about ascension, ascending. Inahusiana na kupanda na kupaa. That you may go and meet your God face to face. Kwamba ukaende ukakutane na Mungu wako uso kwa uso, ana kwa ana. That is what the whole plague you see around is all about. Hiyo ndiyo yote inahusiana na pigo nzima lote ambalo mnaliona. The plague. Pigo Uh, the, the corona virus virusi vya corona because it's announcing that look kwa you sabab- need to repent the messiah is coming kwa sababu linatangaza kwamba tazama mnahitaji kutubu mesia anakuja so we are reading very fast genesis chapter 3 verse 8 tunasoma kwa haraka sana mwanzo 3 mstari wake wa 8 and it says the following naye anasema yafuatayo then the man and his wife heard the sound of the lord god as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and they hid from the lord god among the trees of the garden ndipo yule mwanaume na mkewe waliposikia sauti ya bwana mungu alipokuwa akitembea bustanini wakati wa utulivu wa jioni wakajificha kutoka mbele za bwana mungu katikati ya miti ya bustani look at that now tazama hiyo sasa What is he saying here? Anasema nini hapa? He saying they chose the devil. Anasema walimchagua shetani. And look. Natazama. Separated from the Lord. Wakatengwa na Bwana. Then they became separated from the Lord. Ndipo wakatengwa naye kutoka kwa Bwana. And when they were separated from the Lord. Na walipotengwa kutoka kwa Bwana. The consequence of sin death came. Athari za dhambi basi mauti yakaja. And then Now the contrast of that is Genesis chapter 5 verse 24. Ah uh, basi kinyume cha hiyo ni mwanzo mlango wa 5 mstari wa 4. tafadhali. Mwanzo mlango wa 5 mstari wa 24. We fear translation today. I told you I did not want to read. Thank you. The, the Genesis chapter 5 verse 24. Mwanzo mlango wa 5 mstari wa 24. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. He says Enoch walked faithfully with God. And then he was no more because the Lord raptured him away the Lord took him away into heaven 
Enoki akatembea na Mungu kisha akatoweka kwa sababu Mungu alimchukua alimchukua mbinguni. So you see the power of choice. Kwa hivyo unaona ule ile nguvu ya uchaguzi. So the Lord is asking this generation do the same thing right now when the virus the coronavirus is raging. He say make your choice. Kwa sababu kwa hivyo Bwana anataka kwamba kizazi hiki kifanye vivyo hivyo sasa hivi kwamba wakati ambapo virusi vya corona vinashambulia fanya uamuzi wako. Because he's saying there is a choice that when you make will bring death. Kwa sababu anasema kuna uamuzi ambao ukiamua italeta kifo. Eternal death in hell. Kifo cha milele jehanamu. There is a choice that when you make it does not matter if you die in the physical realm now but you go into eternity with God in heaven. Kuna uamuzi na uchaguzi ambao ukiamua hata haijalishi kama utakufa kiasilia utaingia katika umilele wa mbinguni. Revelation 21. Ufunuo 21. Verse 3. Mustari wa 3. Look at what he says here. Tazama kile ambacho anasema hapa. He says. Anasema. And I heard a loud voice. Nami nikasikia sauti kubwa from the throne saying kutoka katika kile kiti cha enzi ikisema look god's dwelling place is now among the people sasa makao ya mungu ni pamoja na wanadamu tazama sasa makao look god's dwelling place is now among the people tazama makao ya, ya mungu ni pamoja na wanadamu and he will dwell with them Naye atakaa pamoja nao. And they will be his people. Naye uh, wao watakuwa watu wake. And God himself will na, be with them. Naye Mungu mwenyewe atakuwa pamoja nao. And be their God. Atakuwa Mungu wao. A beautiful scenario there again. Tukio la kupendeza pale tena. He's saying now. Anasema sasa. Those that will choose Christ Jesus at this hour. Wale ambao watamchagua Kristo Yesu katika saa hili. The purpose for which the Lord is coming to shake the earth. Sababu ambayo Mungu anakuja kutingiza dunia. Part of it is to come and vindicate his people. Sehemu yake ni kuja kuwaweka huru watu wake. To vindicate normally ana atia. Ana atia. To vindicate his people from the blackmail, from the accusation and everything. Kuwaweka huru kutoka katika yale matukano Okay, okay. So, 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 so it's very powerful. Kwa hivyo ni ngumu sana. Yeah, so he's saying to vindicate his people. Anasema kuwaweka huru watu wake. Yes, and, and so to, to be able to um, he is coming to draw you that you may spend some time with him eternally. Anakuja ili kuwavutia ili mkapate kuwa na muda pamoja naye milele. So the choice is important. If you choose at this hour that you're not going to follow Christ. Uamuzi ni wa muhimu sana ikiwa utachagua kuanzia saa hii kwamba utakwenda kumfuata Yesu. The kingdom of God is near. Ufalme wa Mungu umekaribia. The is near. Unyakuzi ukaribu. You will be separated from the Lord eternally. Utatengwa kutoka kwa Mungu milele. But those that will choose that they want to be with the Lord they want to fellowship with the Lord eternally he will honor he will grant it lakini wale ambao watachagua kwamba wanataka kuwa na Mungu milele ataipeana because the coronavirus is simply saying that the entry of the church is near kwa sababu virusi vya corona vinasema kwamba kuingia kwa kanisa kumekaribia revelation 21 this, you can reduce his volume a bit please for the neighborhood thank you his thank you uh, so again revelation chapter 21 verse 22 You can increase one just a bit, very little that's good enough. Can you talk? Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So so again Revelation chapter 21:22. Kitabu cha ufunuo 21 mstari wa 22. He says, I did not see a temple in the city. 
akasema sikuona hekalu ndani ya huo mji because the lord god himself kwa sababu bwana mungu mwenyezi and the lamb are its temple na mwana kondoo ndio hekalu lake so you can imagine the level of fellowship in the city of new jerusalem that heavenly city that will be lowered down like a bride prepared for her groom kwa hivyo unaweza ukawazia ule kiwango cha ushirika katika huo mji mpya ambao utashushwa kutoka mbinguni kama vile bi arusi akipelekwa kwa bwana arusi i have already seen the city tayari nimekwisha kuona mji huo and shared with you there's so much the lord has spoken really that i've shared with you i've shared with you about that city na kushiriki pamoja nanyi kuhusiana na mji huo the book of psalm psalm 65 kitabu cha zaburi 65 still talking about this raging battle bado kuzungumzia kuhusu vita hivi vikali for the soul of the church the soul of man at this hour kwa ajili ya nafsi za watu nafsi za kanisa kwa ajili ya sahihi before i go to the breaking of the seal kabla niende katika kuvunja kwa lakiri there is a battle kunavyo vita the devil wants you to choose him shetani anataka mumuchague yeye and then go to hell eternally alafu muende jehanamu milele and the lord is also very faithful and very patient and is uh, is routing for you he's fighting for you that you may choose him naye bwana ni mwaminifu naye anapigana kwa ajili yako kwamba mpate kumchagua yeye he's presenting to you the benefits of choosing him anawasilisha kwenu faida za kumchagua yeye but in a short while as we finish this introduction i will begin to go deeper into the message of the seals and you will see the obvious choice lakini kwa muda mfupi ujao napomaliza utangulizi utakapoingia katika katika zile lakini mtaona kuhusiana na athari za kule kuchagua and you will see the obvious choice alafu mtaona ule uchaguzi ambao uko wazi the book of psalm 65 kitabu cha zaburi 65 because we have a lot of people tuned in swahili right Yeah, so it, it, let's just do it like this. Let's see how it goes because it's taking twice the time, right? Almost three times sometimes. So, uh, the book of Psalm 65. Kitabu cha Zaburi 65. I'm reading verse 4. Blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts. Heri wale uliowachagua na kuwaleta karibu ili waishi katika nyua zako. We are filled with the good things of your house of your holy temple. Tunashibishwa kwa mema ya nyumba yako, mema ya hekalu lako takatifu. So you see what the Lord is saying. Hivyo unaona kile ambacho Bwana anasema. There are benefits of choosing him at this hour. Choosing righteousness, choosing holiness, choosing the salvation of the cross. Kunazo faida za kumchagua katika saa hii, kuchagua uhaki, kuchagua utakatifu. And so all that God is fighting for you Mungu anakupigania Psalm 23 blessed people Zaburi 23 watu wabarikiwa As I finish that little sub segment Ninapomalizia hiyo sehemu ndogo Verse 6 Psalm 23 verse 6 Zaburi 23 mstari wake wa 6 He says surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life Anasema hakika wema na upendo vitanifuata siku zote za maisha yangu and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever na, amen nami nitakaa nyumbani mwa bwana milele na milele amina so those are the ones that we choose holiness repentance this repentance you see people not liking today okay thank you au ni wale ambao watachagua hii toba ambayo watu wengi hawaipendi leo hii and then the holiness 
of the salvation of Christ. Alafu utakatifu wa wokovu wa Kristo. He is already saying that you will dwell in the house of the Lord in the city of God eternally. There will be no sun, no moon. However, the Lord and the Lamb, there will be the light of the city. There will be no temple, but the Lord and the Lamb will be his temple. The book of Exodus 25. As I'm checking out of that segment. Exodus 25. And he says verse 22. There above the cover between the two cherubim that again there above the cover between the two, two, two cherubim that are over the ark of the covenant law I will meet with you and give you all the commands for the Israelites. Hapo juu ya hicho kifuniko kati ya hao makerubi wawili walioko juu ya hilo sanduku la ushuhuda. Hapo ndipo nitakapokutana nawe na kukupa maagizo yangu kwa ajili ya Waisraeli. So what am I saying until now? Basi ninasema nini hadi sasa? Before we enter into the seven seals and the breaking of them. Kabla niingie katika zile la kile saba na kuvunjwa kwazo. And remember I have seen only up the fourth seal. Nakumbuka nimeona hadi katika ile la kiri ya nne. At the throne room. Katika kiti cha enzi cha Mungu. Broken by the lamp. Ikivunjwa naye mwana kondoo. We will see shortly that when the lamp breaks the fifth it's over. Tutaona hivi punde kwamba wakati ambapo mwana kondoo anavunja ya tano imekwisha. It will be over. Itakuwa imekwisha. Because then you see the souls of those who have been beheaded in the great tribulation under the altar. Alafu utaona zile nafsi za wale ambao walichinjwa vichwa chini ya madhabahu. So now what have I said until now? Nimesema nini hadi sasa? That God even the purpose for which he sets up the church, God has been longing to fellowship with his people, to fellowship with you. Kwamba Mungu hata kusudi ambalo alianzisha kanisa amekuwa akitamani kushiriki pamoja na watu wake. He is longing that you come into his presence and dwell there forever. Anatamani kwamba uje uweponi mwake na ukae pale milele. Just with that alone because he even said even the reason you build the church is that I may come there between the two cherubim on the cover seat the mercy seat and I'll speak with you one on one and then you take it the Israelites have that fellowship with them. Na basi anasema kwamba hata kwa sababu ya kujengwa kwa hekalu ni ili apate kuja apate kuja kutua katikati ya makerubi wawili na ili ukaweze kwenda na kushiriki pamoja na Waisraeli. So the fellowship he's been longing to fellowship with his creation. Kwa hivyo ushirika amekuwa kitamani kuja kushiriki pamoja na uumbaji wake. And so even now as we are winding down on time on the earth. Na hivyo basi ya sasa tunapomalizia malizia kuhusiana na historia na wakati duniani humo. The coronavirus is announcing that the meltdown is beginning. The big countdown is about to start. Basi virusi vya corona wakati, wakati ambapo virusi vya corona vinatangaza kwamba wakati na nyakati unaenda kukuisha. And so it's very important. To ask. Kuuliza. Then what is the Lord saying through this plague? If all that we have read until now is fellowship with him Revelation 21, he wants to be with you in the city of Jerusalem. Even before you went he came to visit you in Kisumu December 22. What is he saying? Then in other words the coronavirus is saying the one I prophesied is essentially saying to a generation that number one This earth is not your home. 
kimsingi kile ambacho Biblia kile ambacho anasema umeona katika ufunuo moja nataka muende muishi pale milele na alikuja kutembelea pale Kisumu tarehe mbili kimsingi kile ambacho anasema nambari moja kupitia hiyo ugonjwa wa corona kupitia huo ugonjwa oh, wa Yes really it's not right yeah it's not right it's putting me in a, it's messing me up you understand yeah I, I need to move i have a very long someone here so so yes so this is what's going on blessed people and so again i want just to underscore one last thing before we move on nataka tu kuleta kipenge kimoja kabla tuendelee you have seen the battle for the souls mumeona vile vita kwa ajili ya nafsi The devil is battling that he may win a whole generation with him into hell, right? Shetani anapigana vita kwamba akaweze kushinda kizazi chote kwenda naye jehanamu. While we now see the Messiah is also staging a fight. Wakati ambapo sasa tunaona Mesia pia anapigana vita. Let us see how he continues stage it from the book of Matthew 24. Hebu tuone jinsi ambavyo anaendelea kuvipigana kuanzia kitabu cha Mathayo 24. Mathayo 24. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Verse 14. Mustari wa 14. He says. Anasema. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. Injili ya ufalme itahubiriwa ulimwenguni pote kuwa ushuhuda kwa mataifa yote ndipo ule mwisho utakapokuja. Lakini hiyo ni nguvu sana. Kwa sababu anasema, bado ataenda kuwafikia na kuwapatia fursa ya kutubu. And this is talking about the end times these days. Na hii inazungumzia kuhusu nyakati za mwisho siku hizi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And second Peter chapter 3 verse 9. Na Petro wa pili mlango wa tatu mstari wa tisa. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9. Petro wa pili mlango wa tatu mstari wa tisa. He says. Anasema. He says the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. So again the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness instead he is patient with you and not wanting anyone to perish but wanting that everyone should come to repentance bwana hakawii katika kutimiza ahadi zake kama vile wengine wanavyofahamu kukawia bali anataka kila mtu apate kuingia katika toba you see again the, the, the last minute battle Unaona tena vile vita vya dakika ya mwisho kwa ajili ya nafsi. Awite. Je, tuko pale? But I think it's becoming a little clearer now because you're saying if life on this earth can be this much coronavirus. Lakini imeanza kuwa wazi kabisa kwamba ikiwa ulimwengu unaweza kuwa namna hii virusi vya corona na kufungwa kwa mataifa. Then he's saying That, that you need to people are now becoming wiser they're saying then i'd rather get out of here and go to heaven right basi watu wameanza kuwa na hekima zaidi kwamba afadhali nitoke hapa niende mbinguni the book of revelation chapter 14 blessed people kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 14 watu wabarikiwa reading 6 and 7 nasoma mstari wa 6 na wa 7 now this is when the tribulation the great tribulation is raging sasa hapa ni wakati ambapo dhiki dhiki kubwa inawaka moto And he's still not giving up. Na bado hakati tamaa. He's saying, anasema, 
Then I saw another angel flying me there, and he called, again, then I saw another angel flying me there, and he had the eternal gospel, and he proclaimed it to those who live on the earth, to every nation, every tribe, every language, and people. Kisha nikamuona malaika mwingine akiruka juu angani naye alikuwa na injili ya milele ya kuwatangazia wale waishio duniani yani kwa kila taifa kabila lugha na jamaa And he said in a loud voice Fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come Worship him who made the heavens and the earth and the seas and the springs of water that's very powerful right there. Akasema kwa sauti kubwa, mcheni Mungu na kumpa utukufu kwa maana saa ya hukumu yake imewadia. Mwabuduni yeye aliyeziumba mbingu, dunia, bahari na chemichemi za maji. Hiyo ni nguvu sana pale. This is happening at the time of great of, of Revelation 13. Hii inatendeka katika wakati wa ufunuo 13. When the great tribulation is raging on. Wakati ambapo and the whole world is worshiping Satan. Dhiki kuu imewaka moto na ulimwengu wote unamwabudu shetani. He is preaching a last minute call. Anaitisha ule mwito wa dakika ya mwisho. Why do I pass through this? Ni kwa nini napitia haya? I'm simply emphasizing to you that your soul your salvation is too important for the Lord at this hour. Ninasisitiza tu kwenu kwamba wokovu wenu nafsi yenu ni muhimu sana katika saa hii. Especially now that we know we are winding down. Asua sana sasa tunapojua kwamba tunamalizia that you may enter the glorious kingdom of God. Ili kwamba mpate kuingia katika ufalme wa utukufu wa Mungu. Your salvation is not a group action. Wokovu wenu sio wa kikundi. And so now the next I want us to take a short break wherever you are tuned in. Alafu sasa inayofuata ningependa tuchukue mapumziko madogo popote ambapo unasikiliza. And then when we come back now I will enter straight into the seals of the scroll of God inside the throne of God in heaven. Nitakuja kuangazia kuhusu lakiri za gombo la Mungu ndani mwa mbinguni. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. Bana awabariki. And those of you abroad, please make sure that uh, you send us some feedback so we know our audio, the sharpness of the sound, the graphics uh, settings to make sure that you get the best because I may not repeat this in the sh- in, in, in the lo- in the short run. Thank you. Demik. Leo tunatazamia janga hili la kidunia. Zero looking at the global pandemic. Tunatazama janga hili la kidunia. Uh the prophecy the prophecy unabi the prophecy of uh, the plague the coronavirus that you see has shaken the earth today unabi wa janga la corona ambalo mnaona limeitingiza ulimwengu sasa hivi and so step by step i want now to walk slowly into the release of the four horsemen of the apocalypse na basi polepole ningependa kuingia katika kuachiliwa kwa wale wapanda farasi wanne wa kiunabii because now that is where the inside there is where the message will now be kwa sababu mle ndani sasa hapo ndipo ujumbe utakapokuwa you will even develop a greater understanding of the time we are in and why things are happening this way sasa mtapata kuelewa hata nyakati ambazo tuko ndani yazo na kwa nini mambo yanatendeka namna hii and so we already saw that uh, from revelation chapter verse one the church is already inside and we are now focused on the events happening at the throne of God Almighty. Na tayari tumekwishaona katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 4 mstari wa kwanza kwamba tayari kanisa liko ndani na mambo yanayotendeka ndani mwa mbinguni. 
and we are, we are having this conversation at such a very powerful time na tuko na mazungumzo kama haya wakati ambapo ni nyeti na umuhimu zaidi because this is the hour kwa sababu hili ndilo saa at which the cloud of god almighty has come ambalo wingu la Mungu mkuu mwenyezi limekuja and you can see it all over the screens here na mnaweza kuona kote mnamuona yeye akija kwangu and then bigger than the city bigger than the lake i mean tremendous god of israel the ancient god of israel alafu ni mkubwa kuliko mji ni mkubwa kuliko bahari mungu wa ajabu wa israeli and then you see him coming to the tent and settling over the tent that is very powerful crowning the tent alafu namuona akija na kushuka juu ya hema hiyo ni ya muhimu zaidi and this has not happened for more than 3000 years ever since in the old testament na hii haijatendeka zaidi ya miaka 1000 kuanzia katika agano la kale and uh, we are also doing this at a time when many creepers have walked in thousands we don't even know when to start identifying them we were thinking we should bring them into one stadium one day when finally things get better if they ever get better at all na basi wakati inatendeka wakati ambapo viwete wengi wametembea katika maelfu hata tumepoteza idadi yao tunafikiria wakati mmoja alafu anasema katika mstari wa sita katika tia enzi kuna viumbe wane wenye uhai okay thank you uh, we are we are dealing with uh, revelation chapter 6 put the microphone in your mouth so that they can hear uh, revelation chapter 4 i'm just passing through as i go to chapter 6 Napitia tu ufunuo Yohana mlango wa 4 ninapoenda katika mlango wa sita. He says in the center and around the throne we are four living creatures. Anasema katikati kuna viumbe wanne wenye uhai. They were covered with eyes in front and in back. Walikuwa wamefunikwa na macho upande wa mbele na upande wa nyuma. The first living creature was like a lion basi yule kiumbe wa kwanza mwenye uhai alikuwa kama simba the second like an ox wa pili alikuwa kama ngombe the third had the face of a man wanne alikuwa na uso wa mwanadamu and the fourth was like a flying eagle na alafu wanne alikuwa kama tai anayepaa so so you see again he says like a lion like an ox the face of man and then a flying eagle Alafu anasema kama uso wa mwanadamu, alafu kama ngombe, alafu kama tai anayepaa. And so can you add his volume just a little bit so because there's millions of people in Swahili. Let him be talking so you can know. Hallelujah. Speak louder please. Hallelujah. Thank you that's okay now. Thank you. Speak on the microphone. Hallelujah. Thank you. So now. Uh, please we need to move on. Thank you. Yes, so that is chapter 4. Hiyo ni sura ya 4. Is handling the, the throne of God. Anashughulikia enzi ya Mungu. And then when you come to chapter 5 a, a scroll is introduced. Alafu unapofika katika sura yake ya 5 basi gombo linatangulizwa. That is the right hand of God the Father. Ambalo liko katika mkono wa kuume wa Mungu Baba. Jehovah Elohim. Jehovah Elohim. Hashem. Hashem. And then the Messiah takes that scroll alafu kisha mesia analichukua hilo gombo and it was found that there is nobody worthy anywhere in the heavens on the earth everywhere that could touch the scroll alafu ikapatikana hakuna mtu yote aliyestahili mbinguni na popote pale ambaye angeweza kuguza hilo gombo and then you see again the worship that takes place there alafu unaona kule kuabudu na ibada inayofanyika pale 
For example, 5 verse 9 it says, And they sang a new song saying, Kwa mfano mlango watano msali watisa anasema wakaimba wimbo mupia wakisema You are worthy to take the scroll Unastahili kukitua kitabu And to open its seals Na kuzivunja lakirizake Because you were slain and with your blood you purchased You purchased for God persons Kwa sababu ulichinjwa na kwa damu yako ukamnunulia mungu From every tribe Kutoka katika kila kabila language kila luga, people kila jamaa, and nation na kila taifa. so you see now the worthiness of the lamb being expressed by the four living creatures the elders and they are worshiping singing a new song before the lamb who is at the center of the throne sasa unaona kule kufa kwa mwana kondoo kunafanya wale viumbe wenye uhai na pamoja na wazee nane wakimwabudu isn't it so powerful for us as a generation of uh, the Christians in this land, I mean, on, 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 on land on earth, isn't it so powerful for us to know that the Christ Jesus who was abused, blackmailed and scandalized and defamed and slandered, who was defamed in the worst manner ever, who was abused in the worst ever manner, and butchered, killed in the worst way that even a dog has never been killed that way, isn't it so refreshing to hear that Christ Jesus who suffered such blackmail such abuse such slander such mockery ridicule defamation that finally he is the one seated at the center of the throne Jesus ni nguvu sana kusikia kwamba Yesu aliyetukanwa, aliyepakwa matope, aliyechinjwa vibaya zaidi ambaye hata mnyama ama mbwa hawezi kufanywa namna hiyo, kwamba sasa ameketi katikati ya enzi. And so the living creatures are singing here. Na hivyo basi viumbe wenye uhai wanaimba hapa. Together with the 24 elders. Pamoja na wazee 24. And then now and they worship both the lamb. If you read on they also worship the father now. Alafu kiendelea kusoma wanamwabudu mwana kondoo na pia wanamwabudu baba. Now Revelation chapter 6 is the seals of that scroll. Sasa ufunuo mlango wa sita ndizo lakiri za gombo hilo that actually now define the prophetic time line of God. Ambazo hazua zinaelezea nyakati za kiunabii za Mungu. They actually determine the events happening on the earth. Inaamua matukio yanayotendeka katika dunia. And I just want to describe to you a little bit. Na ningependa tu kuwaelezea kidogo. This is how the scroll of God looks like. Hivi ndivyo gombo la Mungu linavyofanana. In the throne room of God Almighty. Katika enzi ya Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. So it was written on both sides and he rolled it and put a seal and rolled and rolled another seal so when you hear that the lamb is opening the seals of the scroll I want you to understand the following concept very well there are some people hiding under trees out there i don't know what is what your name is okay i don't want to deal with kenyans because i have a global audience please yes so so so, so now listen to me here so it is it is sealed in that form Move a little faster. It's, it's, it's sealed in that form they roll 
he rolled it and put a seal aliukunja kisha akaweka muhuri and rolled again put a seal kisha akakunja akaweka muhuri so he did it seven times kwa hivyo akafanya mara saba so when you hear that is breaking the seals of the scroll kwa hivyo unaposikia kwamba maana kondo anavunja zile lakiri za gombo What happens is this. Kinachotendeka ndicho hiki. When he breaks the first seal, he can read, he will read only up to that extent. Anapovunja ile lakiri ya kwanza, anaweza soma tu hadi umbali huo. So you can imagine, you can imagine this one is still rolled. Unaweza kuwazia kwamba hiyo nyingine bado imekunjwa. But this one has now opened. Lakini hii nyingine imefunguka. And then when he opened again another level. Alafu unapofungua tena kiwango kingine. That's why the events build up and then. Ndio sababu matukio yanajijenga. Alafu to be felt on the earth it is a tremendous impact it's a little bit more aggravated and escalated wakati wa adhri zake kuweza kusikiwa katika dunia basi ni ya juu zaidi mbaya zaidi it's more aggravated na imepanda juu zaidi again because of this i have explained to you here kwa sababu ya hii ambayo nimewaelezea hapa that when you open the first seal kwamba unapofungua ile lakiri ya kwanza only this is available to you ni hii tu ambayo inapatikana kwako and then when you open more unapofungua zaidi this much you read hii ndio unaweza soma kidogo hii instructing events down there na anaagiza maagizo pale chini so when you open the fourth seal to release the fourth horseman of the apocalypse kwa hivyo unapofungua ile lakiri ya nne kumwachilia farasi wa kijivujivu wanne wa kiunabii then you find that a larger segment is now readable. Alafu sasa unapata sehemu kubwa zaidi sasa inaweza ikasomeka. In other words active. Kwa maneno mengine inaweza ikasomeka. That's why you see the effect is a global shutdown like this. Ndio sababu unaona athari ni kufungwa kwa ulimwengu wote namna hii. And yet all this is just the beginning of our pain. Na ili hali hii yote ni mwanzo tu wa utungu. So that is how the scroll is designed. Na hivyo basi hivyo ndivyo gombo lilivyoumbwa. With the seals. Pamoja na lakiri zake. And so Right here. The book of Revelation chapter 6 now. Kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wake wa 6 sasa. He says the following from verse 1. Anasema yafuatayo kuanzia mstari wake wa kwanza. He said I watched as the lamb opened the first of seven seals. Akasema kisha nikaangalia wakati mwana kondoo akivunja ile lakiri ya kwanza. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder. Ndipo nikasikia mmoja wa wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne akisema kwa sauti kama ya radi. Joe I looked and there before me was a white horse Nikatazama na hapo mbele yangu alikuwepo farasi mweupe Its rider held a bow Yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na upinde And he was given a crown Naye akapewa taji And he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest Akampanda akatoka akishinda tena apate kushinda That is very powerful Hiyo ni nguvu sana Because He's talk about the scroll of God. Kwa sababu anazungumzia kuhusu gombo la Mungu. And the breaking of the first seal by the lamb of God. Na kule kuvunjwa kwa muhuri wa kwanza na yule mwana kondoo wa Mungu. I have been to the throne of God when this event was taking place. I'm going to describe the vision here. Nimekuwa katika kiti cha enzi cha Mungu wakati tukio hili lilikuwa linatendeka. Naenda kuelezea matukio hayo hapa. What happens is this? Kinachotendeka ndicho hiki. First of all, what is the what is a scroll? What is a scroll? Kwanza kabisa gombo ni nini? A scroll is like a legal document. Gombo ni kama cheti cha halali. It's a document in which public records are kept cheti ambacho rekodi zimewekwa public records are kept inside a scroll rekodi za hadharani zimewekwa ndani ya lile gombo and so um, 
Adarani ama Uma. But okay, I don't want to deal. Can you be working or doing anything? So, so, so yes. So public records, I have to repeat ten times. Public records are kept in a scroll. Basi zile rekodi za umma zimewekwa katika gombo. Yes, so a scroll is a document that the prophets used. Basi gombo ni kile chombo ambacho manabii walitumia. So the prophets used the scrolls for their documentation. Basi manabii walitumia gombo kwa ajili ya kuweka rekodi zao. Meaning they write the holy oracles of God inside the scrolls. Kumaanisha waliandika mahusia ya Mungu ndani ya gombo. And then they sealed them. Alafu kisha wakazitia muhuri. Sometimes it was prophecies inside there. Wakati mwingine zilikuwa ni unabii mle ndani. Sealed with